Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live Welcome the Fuel. To Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So I'm pretty excited uh, tonight because this is this evening, actually, because we're literally recording this at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Not sure what the time zone is and our uh, our co-hosts for this evening, uh, but we'll probably talk about that, too. But this gentleman, um, I stumbled across, I guess you can say, because we live in the online space. We're growing our brands. We're trying to help influence and create more positive influence in the world and trying to use social media for the good of mankind. Obviously, you guys who follow the show regularly, we talk about health, business, and lifestyle. This gentleman was sharing our own podcast episodes. Uh, actually, and I will quick link back and shout out to our boy, Dr. Jack Cruz, episode 51. I think that's how we officially got our relationship going. Uh, but this gentleman uh, is on Instagram, and I'm going to probably butcher this, but his hashtag or at symbol or whatever you want to go by is the uh, Body Epiphanies. And I'm going to give you guys a quick little intro on him. He's got a long one and a short one. I'm going to try and blend it all together. But his short tagline, if you track him down on Instagram, Body Epiphanies, is Brandon A. Treen. Okay, he's a BCTMB comma NC. We're going to get into that stuff too, right? Because there's all kinds of acronyms these days. But he's here to provide you with a clear understanding of optimal states. I'm going to reiterate that. Optimal states. We're going to get into this because I'm going to geek out on this for you guys. But anyway, Boise, Idaho, a holistic health practitioner and manual therapist. He's a paleo-based. We're supportive of that as well here at Live the Fuel. Um, and real quick, I'm going to dig into his first paragraph for you guys and then bring him on. But quick bio, brief, whatever you want to go by here. He was homeschooled most of his entire life. Two awesome parents. I would hope to our listeners, we all have awesome parents, uh, but unfortunately not all do. He's had wild health issues. We're talking like mercury intoxication, eight lung collapses. I'm going to pause on that, guys. Eight lung collapses, one of which he almost died from. So uh, laughing to death, had his life flash before his eyes, a year of throwing up nearly every day. Like literally, imagine vomiting every single day. Coming down to intense malnutrition states at a very young age. Uh, now dealing with a gut issue, and we've talked about gut biome a little bit on this show. We're going to geek out, on it, I'm sure, about this as well. He's deemed as sepsis back on March 15, 2014. Uh, been deeply educated by his inner teacher to this day. Back to that optimal state, right? Life balance. We're trying to figure this out. Um, nosebleeds required cauterization multiple times. Sleep paralysis. Unique medica- uh, meditation experiences. I can go into a lot more, but without further ado, welcome to the show, sir. Brandon Treen, we're going to geek out today. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much. That was an awesome uh, awesome opening there. Well, because you got so much going on. I mean, literally, <laughs> your first paragraph, when you first sent me your content, your first paragraph, I was like, well, duh, of course I'm going to bring this guy on the show. <laughs> um, I mean, I had already given you props. I welcomed you on because you were at least sharing my content, right? I mean... Uh, let, let's be real to our listeners, guys, right? Again, you can find him on Instagram at body epiphanies. That's B O D Y your body epiphanies, E P I P H A N I E S. Now you have 551 followers. You're following 409 people. You got almost a grand worth of posts. I've probably posted a shitload more on Instagram because I, <laughs> this, I'm a marketing guy and that's just what I do. Like I have a thought, I share it. I have a quote, I share it. It's just what I do. Um, but one thing unique about your feed, I've noticed, is that you geek out about podcasts. And you, oh, yeah. at least on Instagram specifically, 
it seems like that's your theme, right? On Instagram, you've chosen to just share, for the most part, I've got Zestology, I mean, Bulletproof, Health Moms. You're definitely focused on the health. Tim Ferriss, yeah, right? all those guys. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Ben Greenfield, you name them. Yeah, I got Ben Greenfield here. You got, uh, oh, there's Tim Ferriss, our boy Timmy. Uh, the FX Medicine, obviously you've shared a lot of content here. Yeah, you did ben and Freefield, Ben Greenfield a couple of times on here. So you definitely Oh, Ben Greenfield, yeah. Ben, <laughs> ben, ben kind of, Tim Ferriss and Ben, they kind of got me into it, and, and Dave Asprey. Uh, but I, I continue to, to learn more, and then Jack Cruz. And you had one of the best uh, interviews with Jack Cruz. Thank um, you. And he, it's just, yeah, he's a really interesting fellow. He, they he still really haven't stuff. put our interview or our, our I'm sorry, a lot of a lot of my newer co-hosts they call them interviews. I'm like, guys, you're a co-host. All right, we're here to share this content. So you you are. I like that. I I want you guys to feel fully empowered and own this show with me. All right, it's not about me. It's about you. It's about and then it's really not about you and it's not about me. It's about our listeners and that's why I, I teach the bigger picture here. So that's why I, I like told that. Jack and uh, they haven't put our episode on his website. I was going back through. And I went through the podcast the other day. I was traveling in Philadelphia, and I'm just going through on his podcast feed of all the shows he's been on, and it doesn't tell you the names of the shows. So I'm just going through and leasing all, huh. look, reading all the headers, and I was like, I don't see our title. And I've gotten like 7,000 downloads just on his episode. And I was like, wait wow. a minute. Dude, he's crushing it on my YouTube feed. He's crushing it on my podcast feed, and he hasn't even put it on his website yet. That was just from him sharing it on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you message him, he he will he would get on it or just you know get the people. Oh no, to, I did. I emailed him. I, I, I emailed uh, literally two, uh, 48 hours ago, and then this morning they emailed me back saying, you know, Team Cruise is on it. Uh, we're gonna okay, get that cool. updated to the website. So, well, yeah, no, it's. I mean, that's that's how you ultimately found. Uh, you reached out to me because I posted it, and then I continued to post more of your yeah. stuff. And and, yeah. and so and again, we love Dr. Cruise. But you know what? Enough oh, about yeah. him right now. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're we're here to talk to a, a Boise. Are you native? Boise. Am I okay to no, call you the Boise I, native? No, I'm from California. All right. I'm, all right. I'm one of the those individuals that often are looked upon as like, oh, curse you for coming in here. But you've, I've been you, here. You've transplanted yourself. I have. Yes. Did you bring some of the Californian ways to the Boise area? Uh, yeah. Some thinking. Okay. You know, some, some expansive thinking for sure. But there's some pretty, uh, there's some pretty aware people in the downtown Boise area. I gotta say. Well, hold on a second. I gotta share this on, because uh, again, for our YouTube feed to our listeners, I'm sharing his podcast. I'm sorry, his podcast, his Instagram feed, and then, oh, oh look at this. His profile photo, <laughs> his profile photo is epic. I, as soon as I saw you sharing the feed, I went back and I looked, and I'm like, hold on, is that Jack Sparrow? Mas yeah, massaging somebody <laughs> what's going on there man give us the backstory yeah. on that well, i mean enough so, about lung collapses i want to know about the right. jack sparrow thing. Captain jack. <laughs> Captain jack sparrow um yeah so that was at uh, roby creek run and they were doing uh you know this big running event marathon out there and uh they had a pirate theme and my buddy justin uh shout out to hybrid health he's an amazing therapist here in boise Nice. Um, he, he had me come out here and, or come out to Ruby Creek. And, uh, I, you know, I said, can we dress up as pirates? And he's like, yeah. And so I show up and he's like, you son of a bitch. And he's like, I'm not going to be able to top that. <laughs> well, I was going to say, good. I mean, you, you got, you got the facial hair. It's already pretty dialed in. I mean, even right now tonight, you know, we're sharing your feed. And again, to our YouTube listeners, you'll notice that he's a little darker versus me. And we're going to talk about that as well. Lighting. <laughs> 
light, uh, water and magnetism, nice. little Dr. Cruz connection there, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. So, well, anyway, hold on. Let me, let me stop sharing the screen here again to our, our YouTube watchers. That's just a taste of his Instagram feed. If you wanted to find like a feed to our listeners on podcast too, guys, you want to find a feed that just shares like some of the best biohacking or if you're listening to this right now, you don't even know what the hell biohacking is. You don't understand the level of geeking out that we do about health. Again, guys, your health is everything, right? You can make all the money in the world, but our health is our true wealth. So if you are an Instagram person and you're looking for a feed to follow, it's going to send you in the right direction for the right podcasting content. I'm plugging Brandon right now. Okay. Follow body epiphanies. We're going to have all this shit tagged in the blog post for the show content like we always do. I'm going to take a tagline you know, from all the famous podcasters like John Lee Dumas. We have the best show notes in the industry. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I studied John Lee Dumas, so trust me. I will have epic show notes. And Brandon's, all of his profiles, Facebook, Instagram, yada, 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 will be hyperlinked on the website. So anyway, let me stop sharing. Let me get Brandon back into the big view, which will happen on the YouTube feed. So Brandon... Besides, yes, do you always dress up like a pirate or is it just for special no, no, occasions? Special occasions. <laughs> special occasions. Okay. I do, you know, typically when the Pirates of Caribbean movies come out, actually, that's how it got started. Uh, someone saw me at the opening of the old Pirates way back and they're like, hey, would you come in and dress up as Jack Sparrow? And, you know, I said, yeah, if you get that outfit together. And then over the years, that outfit ended up costing a shit ton of money. Um, I mean, it's so- from the photo and that's not even a great photo. Looks legit. No, it, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I think it's, you're heavily committed. I'm fairly committed, yes, to say the least. It's a lot of fun. It's fun getting into character. Let's Acting go. was actually what I was going to go get into until health kind of got in the way. So ah, well then, perfect trans, you know, transition here. So we we hinted a little about some crazy health stuff, dude. I mean, mm. I've met two people in my life that have had actual lung collapses, and usually it's partial. You've had ah. a few. Um, so we don't have to specifically talk about the lung collapses, but I want to let you run point on this because you're the co-host of the show today. What, what's going on, bro? (laughs) Yeah. So it was, uh, it started, I was probably, I want to say I was 19 years old. I was doing circuit training. I used to do Bruce Lee's, uh, training routines. So it was, dude, I studied martial arts as a kid, man. I I was obsessed with Bruce Lee. Oh yeah. Bruce Lee has been a big, uh, big inspiration and definitely has helped me out in a lot of ways. Um, but in one way, not so much, you know, his training routines didn't really permit a whole lot of, uh, breaks really. So mm-hmm. it's just go, 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 go. But what happened was I was doing circuit training, had a lung collapse. I thought it was a really bad pulled muscle and then ended up having to go to the ER cause I couldn't really breathe lying down. And then they said, Hey, it's 80% lung collapse. Uh, we need to do surgery right here and you're wide awake for it. And, um, no, they, they can't give you enough drugs to numb it. So it literally, you're sitting there getting stabbed with a blunt object that's, you know, it looks like rebar, basically. Um, and that was one of eight lung collapses. So, and they're called spontaneous pneumothorax, um, or, and then secondary spontaneous pneumothorax. And then- And obviously the plunging of the rebar is basically mo- getting an air tube into that lung to inflate it as soon as possible, right? Precisely, which takes a long time. Let me tell you, it takes like six days. Well, I, I've been trained. I mean, again, I'm not a full like paramedic, but I mean, being a wildland firefighter, we, we, I, I was always getting additional. I would personally commit myself to get additional training in the wilderness type of stuff. So I could have done that with like a freaking piece of hollow bamboo if I was, you know, if, if, it, <laughs> if it existed in the mountains of Arizona when I was out there, I could have pulled that off, but there's no bamboo well, up there. 
I'll remember this if I'm ever out your way and we can go hiking. I'll just make sure. Uh, there you, you go, know. dude. Like, listen, next time you pull <laughs> off one of these little lung things, I got your back. Exactly. Bro. You've been here eight times. Okay. It's all good. Right? Yeah, you'll save me tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was going to ask you that next. Like, what's what's a, what's a stabbing <clears throat> in the lung go for these days? Uh, you know, that per collapse, you're talking 26 to 36K. Uh, oh, is so, that all? Okay. Yeah. Just, huh. the, nowadays, actually, it's probably a hell of a lot more. Uh, I mean, my last ER visit that has nothing to do with my lungs was $10,000, and they did nothing but a couple CT scans. I mean, it's crazy. One of the only reasons why, well, besides the fact that it's illegal not to have a health insurance policy apparently nowadays, but that's only one of the only reasons why as an entrepreneur that I have a health insurance policy is just if I, when, I, when I fuck myself up. I mean, because I'm an adrenaline junkie, so it's <laughs> no, like, okay, what? I crash my mountain bike and jack myself up. I, that's the only reason why I have it. I don't go to see medical doctors because I'm a freaking ridiculous health nut. I go to, like yep. literally yesterday, went to my chiropractor. Earlier in the week, went to a massage. That's what I go do my appointments for. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's good to have a medical doctor uh, on your team. It's just preferably if they're trained in functional medicine. Um, and you know, they're thinking a little more outside the box. We actually have a couple here in Idaho too, that, that do some good work, but I tend to have to go outside of the state for the complexity of my issues. Mm. Um, I mean the lung collapse thing, I mean the surgeons here at St. Luke's uh, saved my life. And, oh, you guys uh, have a St. Luke's know. there. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. St. Luke's Hospital. I yep. used to work have, with them, actually. We have a St. Luke's here in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. So it's uh, I, probably the same world, I'm Luke's, guessing. Yeah. Luke is getting around. Right. <laughs> They're huge here. There's two major hospital networks that just have taken over. It's, you're either the Lehigh, because we're in the Lehigh Valley, which is composed uh -huh. of the cities of Easton, Bethlehem, and Allentown. Uh, so that, it's gotcha. a very large valley. Uh, but anyway, it's Lehigh Valley Health Network. Or it's the St. Luke's, now it's called the University you know, Network, but I mean St. Luke's Network or whatever they call it. Anyway, two huge hospitals, and then they built multiple campuses. Like St. Uh, St. Luke's launched their own cancer-dedicated uh, facility about four years ago, a whole separate campus. And then each of them, because this is the way the medical world nowadays works, is that they just started buying up all the small doctor's practices yep. and then merging them into their network. Correct. Um, yeah. So the entrepreneurial doctors really have no freedom at all anymore, and you're basically a network paid monkey. So it's it's true, and it, it gets it's hard within that system. I've got friends in the system, and it doesn't allow much freedom for suggestions. And it's sad because the insurance companies have more power than even the doctors because they get to yeah. dictate how they do well, things. And that's what happened to my friend's husband. My family mm -hmm. doctor, aka my doctor, when I moved back from my firefighting years out west, was. I was like, I moved back and I'm like, well, I'm an entrepreneur now. I should probably like get health insurance because legally I'm supposed to did that. And I'm like, oh, I guess I should probably have like metal re medical records somewhere. So I just went in. And I'm like, hey, dude, like, you know, you're Amy's husband. Like, just go ahead and do your thing. Like, because I grew, I, I've known her for years, and it's her husband's. And I went to their wedding, so I was like, all right, yeah, you're my doctor now. I don't care. <laughs> Run me some, <laughs> do, do like a makeup, blood work, blah blah blah. And he's just like, why are you here? Like, you're. He finished everything. He's like, okay, you're healthy as a horse. I was like. Cool. When should I come back? He's like, I don't know, five years. <laughs> He's like, or if you break something. <laughs> I was like, perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. That's I'm what you wanted to hear. Drop the mic. That's I'm awesome. Out. <laughs> That's fantastic. But then like two years later, uh, it was him and six other private doctors. They built this practice over many years. And then they, I don't know if they 
if the term is sold out or they got bought out, but they're now a part of one of the health networks. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to keep your sovereignty as a practitioner, I think, uh, especially if you have a medical degree, cause it's just, well, the, uh, the biggest thing that I learned was it's just the insurance costs, the liability insurance costs Correct. alone for them to operate their business got so extreme. They just yes. said to be able to make an overhead, you know, the overhead, the overhead costs of insurance on top of the operational costs, it was like mind boggling. So when yeah. you're in the network, it severely reduces the cost because you're obviously in a part of a network of thousands of dollars, well, yeah. millions of dollars, but thousands of practices. So I get it. But I was like, man, I liked you guys more when you were private because you weren't an assembly line. And that's yeah. really what they are now is that you're paid by the network and the insurance companies dictate, dude, 10 minutes per customer. Go, go, go. The quality care goes down and, you know, costs go up and it's yeah. just a it's bad news for pretty much everyone except for the insurance companies. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I shouldn't probably hate on insurance companies so much because they have, <laughs> I don't know, they footed uh 200 K from me. Is that uh, what part medical. of the grand total was? Oh, well over that. I mean, just the last three years have been around 70 K, but that's out of my own pocket because I don't have insurance. I decided even with, the amount of money that I make now, I just still decide that do I do. They even insure you. <laughs> they, you know, they do, but the price is uh, exorbitant. I'm, uh, I'm not willing to pay it. I'd rather pay the fee at the end of the year. Nice. So it's like what I continue to do, and eventually that'll probably change. But I mean, we all hope for that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm still, oh. ho I'm still hoping for a. It's. A, I don't care if they call it a natural wellness insurance policy or whatever the hell you call it, but I'm like. I I purposely picked out the cheapest policy that I could possibly find when I moved back. I'm pay, I, Do you mind I, saying how much? When I first moved back, one fifty a month. Oh, okay. okay. Right. So I was yeah. like, "What?" I was like, "I found that online through like eHealth.com or something." Huh. It, was, it was through a network here called uh, Geisinger Health, and their closest facility is like an hour north of here. And their major hospitals that they own, Geisinger Medical Centers, are like two hours north of here. I don't care. I mean, it's still a health insurance policy, and but it sucks because like my fiance, she has her own business. She's a veterinary doctor. She pays like five hundred a month. But she's got, oh. she's got like chiropractic care included and everything else. She's like, you know, we should really look at probably combining policies. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I pay her bare minimum. They told me three years ago they were going to close this policy. And each year they're like, oh, we're extending it because of Obamacare. And then, oh, we're extending, hmm. extending it because of Trump care or whatever the hell they're calling it nowadays. I'm like, dude, as long as you keep extending that. Like they, uh, six months ago, they raised it to 161. And then all of a sudden, like a few months ago, they dropped it back down to 151. I'm like, dude, whatever you guys are doing, I don't care because I don't use it. It serves me no purpose. It doesn't cover Cairo. It doesn't cover massage. Exactly. I do it just to stay legal and I write it off. So I'm like, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. It's, it's, I mean, the, Back on the lung lung clap stuff, this part of the story that you might find interesting. Yeah, let's is, dig uh, into that, man, because that's crazy. I, I was, Eight lung collapses. Probably the, the most interesting one was I was at a comedy club and um, I literally laughed to death, pretty much. I mean, I didn't die, but my life did flash before my eyes. And by the time I got to the ER, they did an X-ray and then they're like, "Well, you have 100% lung collapse because they grade it." And they were one of them, surprised. not two, right? Correct. Although I have had a dual collapse as well, so. <sighs> 
so yeah, I've had almost every gamut. I even had a tension pneumothorax and that was that one where basically the lung collapses enough to push on the mediastinum in the, you know, in the chest cavity and then causes cardiac, uh, either arrhythmias or arrest one of the two. And I was kind of going in and out. Um, but interesting notation as my friend was rushing me to the hospital, this is, this would be just good information to have out there. Cause I'd never heard of this before. And I just thought of it, you know, last minute w during the situation. But, um, so my life was flashing before my eyes. It's you go into this like black tunnel, but I could still, still see in the, in the car and I could still see my surroundings and was able to move, but it was happening so quick. Mm -hmm. and it's like, you're going through all these images. Some are black and white, some are not. And all I can think in my head is like, well, shit, this is my like pineal gland dumping a bunch of DMT. I'm my brain thinks I'm dying. So what you're already thinking I at do? a different level than most people that are dying, but yeah, well, <laughs> I've had some pretty bizarre circumstances in my life to lead to that. Some of these, some of this information, but so I basically take my hand and start slamming it into the door and creating pain elsewhere. And it pulled mm. me right out, got to the ER. They were astonished. I was still conscious. Uh, and then they did emergency surgery and then smart, um, smart, uh, distraction. Uh, that was something I learned in like field trauma care was like, Hey man, like sometimes pain can save you. And, uh, yes, absolutely. It's like, Oh dude, I broke my leg. Okay. Well fine. Just punch me in the face. Make my jaw hurt instead. <laughs> Great. I don't feel my, my leg anymore. Cause somebody just clocked exactly. me. Maybe yeah, not the, the best medical can... advice. No, but you know, sometimes it, it could literally, in my case, I would say it saved my life for sure. Exactly. I think if, if the brain is convinced you're dying, you're probably going to die. Yeah. That's so crazy. you gotta, you gotta be a, you know, pattern interrupt, uh, one way or another. Oh, so. I feel really jealous right now because I know I can do some lighting adapt adaptation. <laughs> I don't. There we go. <laughs> All right. I feel like now, now I look like I'm glowing, but I mean, you know, I, 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 it's like, I like your lighting. It's very uh, minimal. And I was like, I need to, I need to drop it back. Actually, I like this better. Cause now my, now my bike is really, it does look better. Yeah. Yeah. Look at my bike. I love my bike. There we go. <laughs> I I'm, I'm a big cyclist. So I like to rock the bike art. So, uh, awesome. I, it's funny. Cause you're talking to someone who actually despises cycling. You, you despise cycling. I despise cycling. Sir. It's low, not, low impact on joints. I do not despise cyclists. I love cyclists. I work with a lot of them. Oh, uh, I do riding a bike myself. I'm the only person I know who actually forgot how to ride a bike. So, oh. um, well, you and, could, uh, if you wanted to, but you just I don't, could if I wanted to. yeah, that's like it's, me with swimming. Oh really? Oh yeah. 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 I, I mean, it, it's a huge okay. joke. Cause my fiance this that's year, my just, favorite. That's funny. see, Oh, this is awesome. Great. We have two extremes colliding. So that is hilarious. You cannot stand spiking. And I've done hundred, literally like hundreds, like hundred plus mile events for charity over the years, everything. And Impressive. I can crush it on a bike. I love it. Mountain biking, road cycling. I've even done, we just got back from a buddy's bachelor party in Vermont a few weeks ago. We did downhill, like mountain bike racing on Killington resorts in, in, in Vermont. It's freaking awesome. Um, anyway, my fiance did, uh, I think at least two triathlons this year. And she did her first Olympic distance. And I'm just like, wow, no. I want nothing to do with that. Dude, as you can see, I've done, sp I've done, sp I do Spartan yeah, races. Dude, yeah. Dude, I was looking back there and I'm like, I think I, I, we, we go, we go skydiving. I do all oh, of awesome. it. Nice. I, I, adrenaline. She's like, there's adrenaline triathlons. I'm like, I know, but I just can't swim for shit. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I was a landlocked farm boy, a child. So I didn't really grow up around water. Like I got I, the last thing I, I just started going to like the public pool in New Jersey where I lived 
as a young child, like in third or fourth grade, the last thing that I remembered was how to do a dead man's float. No joke. And then we moved. And then like two years went by. And I think when I was like, I don't know how old, well, how old that is, but I was like, and then I remember like my, my new neighbor, like they built this like very richy, richy house with a big in-ground pool. And the kid's like, oh, we used to go cannonballing. And he taught me how to do a cannonball. And I did a cannonball into the deep end. And that's how I started to learn how to swim. Because I had to get to the side of the pool or I was going to drown. So, yeah, I clearly psychologically developed maybe a fear factor of yeah. swimming. An aversion <laughs> swimming. That's, yeah. That's pretty hilarious. So that's my new, because uh, I believe that nothing should ever hold us back in life. I'm, I've started taking lessons over the past three months. So. Uh, good. That's not good for you, man. Because according to the instruction person, she's like, Scott, you're 6'4", and I have a 37 sleeve length. So it's like, she's like, there's You're, really no, no excuse for you. You will be an amazing swimmer. <laughs> yeah. So, so in other words, if you and I were to go swimming together, you would destroy me. So, oh, I don't know. It, I don't know. I think you're a hell of a lot more fit than me at this point I don't know. in time. Right Fitness now. has nothing to do with it. If, if you've talked to my fiance, <laughs> she'll be like, uh, no, Scott can't swim for shit. So That's awesome. I'll okay. get, I'll get we're, to we're the good. end of the lap pool. And then I got to hold on to the side to catch my breath because I just muscle the lap because I'm still overcoming the fear factor water. So I can swim the lap. I have it, but I'm muscling it. I don't have the finesse yet. Finesse, yeah. So I, I do a lap. And then and now become- if you do like the little, what do they call the little thingy that you hold on to? The, they call them tombstone swims. Like paddleboard things? I don't know. It's like a thing you hold on to with your hands. So you're still yeah. kicking freely. Oh, yeah. But then if you turn the, the, the panel board up, they call it a tombstone because it creates resistance ahead of you, oh, right? You're oh, swimming into that. Okay. So I could do that for a couple of laps and then I get tired, but I swim better underwater if that makes any sense. I don't know. Yeah, it makes some sense. I'm, figuring, I mean, I'm just, figuring it out. <laughs> you could always just go to the really cold water, you know, go into the cold as it were, as Wim Hof would say. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. One thing I've learned over the years, I've done marathons, half marathons, Spartans, Tough Mudders, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, long story short, I've learned over my life is you have to commit to something. That way you have to do it. So I've already committed to do a triathlon. I have to do a triathlon next year. I already said yes. So, um, but I just said, I wanted to be a realist. I'm like, I'm not going to try and do one this year. It's already the end of summer (laughs) and I clearly do not have the finesse. I was like, I'm not going to try and muscle my way through a triathlon. I just don't see that going well in an open lake environment. It's just. I'm probably asking for problems. <laughs> so what I'm expecting, Scott, then, is like a year from now, as I listen into your podcast, uh, I expect to hear you say something you know, quite positive about swimming and, and your, your finesse that you've developed over the year. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> and actually, I will, I, will, I will agree with you, sir. So thank you for calling me out. Swimming is not a bad thing. I shouldn't say that I hate oh, it. Oh, I, I didn't gather it's, that you hated it. No, no, no. But it's like I, I, I love the fact that you do this because I, I love to get corrected. It's like... Swimming is a very powerful sport, great conditioning. It's full body. Um, <clears throat> people who have the comfort, it's amazing to see what they can do. I'm so impressed and blown away by her and my friends who were doing the triathlon with her. I just, I don't like being the sideline guy. And I'm like the guy holding, yeah. holding the dog leash, like cheering everybody on. <laughs> and that's what got me to do my first marathon years ago too. It was like my buddy was doing it for a, a buddy of his uh-huh. who had died. Okay. He went okay. to go... Um, Due to a, a hospital mistake, a friend of his from college had passed away from a, a brain thing. I don't know. They were working on him, and then he died. So gotcha. 
we were running, he ran in his memory, the Marine Corps Marathon in Washington, D.C. And so I went down with friends to cheer him on. And I'm like, why am I cheering him on? Like, I should just go run this with I him. Should. So yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. no running background, the following season, went and did the Marine Corps Marathon. Never even did a 5K. Just freaking awesome, man. Now, I mean, it's awesome. It's stupid. It's awesomely stupid. Because I use that as an example. I'm like, I tell people, like, guys, do not do what Scott does all the time because I can be a jackass. So, um, <laughs> yes, it's good to set goals and commit and attack. However, if you had a choice, I would recommend maybe 5K, then 10K, then half marathon, then marathon because you're building up. Titrate your, you know, your dose. It just might make sense. Maybe not go you from know, no running to doing a marathon. So. Yeah, but I bet you're 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 probably one extreme to another kind of person, though, right? Oh God, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. So I don't know, man. I think if you marry your persona with your the way you go through life, and if you just accept that you are a certain way, and mm -hmm. if you mitigate it, you know, by having some semblance of balance, by you know, being very kind to your body as well, I think it. I don't know. I think that can be really good because I. I don't know. I think the idea of balance as a whole, like everyone should behave a certain way or do something a certain way. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that that's inherently uh, congruent no. with most of our personas. I, I, I do agree. Not with that you our that. not that our personas are should be the guiding light of uh, every decision because that's you know that's no no no. Go. But you bring up a very very valid point, right? Uh, nowadays, especially with the exposure and the uh, overstimulation. I'll just say of readily available content, AKA yeah. social media and your smartphone. Um, we can be overstimulated and over influenced by what oh, everybody wow. else is doing. Yes. And a lot of us can then be led down a path of thinking that, Oh, what haven't I done with my life? And I should do more. So right. it's a fine line. Like we want to be inspiring and motiv motivating each other to achieve more. But the balance with that is that people who have spent the time doing the self-work, the self-development, the professional development, whatever you want to talk about it, we have learned over the years because we didn't always know this. I, I'm the first one to admit it. I didn't always know this, but it's like you got to love who you are and where you're at today at all points in, in, in the timeline. And yes, continue to set your goals. Continue to achieve and set those next steps. Like I want the triathlon next year. So we're joking around yeah. here. And yeah, I might be making fun of myself, but I actually love myself, right? And how yeah. many how many of us aren't allowing that to happen? Yeah, that's an interesting interesting thing. I, I guess I probably would use different language, but um, yeah, how would you how would you in your vernacular in your influence how would you tweak that? Um, self awareness, hmm. um, self knowledge. Perfect. I think self knowledge is, is self key. self awareness though was a very very good way of wording that too. Yeah. So being and being self-aware, how you, you know, it's just like everyone grieves differently. Everyone loves differently. Um, you know, in everyone's relationship with the English language or whatever language that is, they speak is a little bit different too. And that's what makes it, you know, adds a spice, right? Mm -hmm. So it adds the spice to life, spice to life or, you know, something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely, uh, I think self-awareness, self-knowledge, those will remain king always will. Um, the reason is, is I think it's, if you're living your life trying to, you know, 
live in accordance with your idea or you know what you think is success because you see people around chasing after certain things uh, as opposed to getting to know yourself well enough and being aware of what your you know kind of true nature is uh you're going to be chasing uh misery you know wrapped in the gift of success and it'll be well it's funny you're bringing this up i mean i think and again, we've we've left the eight, eight lung collapses again. But I mean, this is this is just this is just where <laughs> we we're going, man. We're, we're we're open format. Um, but before I, I you know I'll turn the light back here a little bit. But for example, this shirt that I was wearing today it says "Live Sore," right? Embrace the pain. It's got like military dog like tags that. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, yeah. obviously patriotic, right? So I got this at uh-huh. a at the last CrossFit competition that I was competing in, uh, normally that I judge at every year. Anyway, I was wearing it today for um, at, uh, at the 10-miler thing that we went and ran. And I didn't even train for it. So my, my fiance was making fun of me because she's just like, you're going to have problems because you didn't train for it. And I was like, I went out and ran a four-mile trail run the other night on the trails that I mountain bike here with our coon hound. Came back and I'm like, because I run in the Vibram Five Fingers. I'm, I'm a minimalist. Mm-hmm. And um, so I showed up today. And uh, I wore a different race shirt, but this was my shirt afterwards. And my friend's fian- uh, a husband, actually, he's just like, dude, I love that shirt because he served, uh, he was a nuclear engineer and he served in the Navy and he grew up in um, New Zealand. So he just loved the shirt. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I can see you rocking it. That's your mindset. I'm like, well, yes and no, right? Like I'm wearing this just to kind of like spark conversation. I love the patriot. I love the patriotism of the flag on the back, but it's like, it's it doesn't mean that I want to live sore, right? <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah. You and I being health and wellness professionals, and while I talk about this, I'm actually going to share this for our social media. I'm sorry for our YouTube feed because I, I love your site. It's a very clean site. And again, oh, our, our listeners, guys, bodyepiphanies.com. E p i p h a n i e s. Bodyepiphanies.com. I mean, again, this gentleman specializes massage nutrition there's consultations he does uh actually boise care we'll have to ask about you about that i mean there's a lot going on your site and you're clearly a wellness practitioner i mean is that okay to use those terminology would you agree with that oh yeah absolutely i mean wellness as i i mentioned our earlier talk i think before we hit record here is uh i think the fundamental the chief illness facing humanity is ignorance um, Thank so you. I'm a health, I'm a health educator, uh, but I'm still learning and I will, humans inevitably have more ignorance than they do knowledge. And the more I learn, the more ignorant I realize I really am even. Well, and thank you. And we should all continue to preach that, sir, because this is something, this is why I decided to launch the podcast now as of this month, because now it's officially September as we're recording this, it'll it, not quite yet, but it will be a one year old show. Uh, literally next Friday, I am speaking at the mid Atlantic podcast conference, the first ever podcast conference that I went to last year that I recorded my first episode live at. So it was just, that's really cool. Yeah. It's gonna be so cool. Like I'm like literally a year ago, I, I went there just to like geek out and meet with people. And then I'm coming back to speak at it. It's gonna be so cool. Um, I love what you're doing, man. I think it's great. It's, we need more people. And and what I like to see is there are a lot of people doing this that are and they're yes. doing they're getting some good content because um, this is what we're talking about right now. That's kind of where I was going with this, and I, I don't want to overstep you, but I, I want to continue the energy that you're about to say here is that we're educating, we're providing. You have a choice, right? I I took the time. I spent 
well, nowadays it's probably more than this, but like when I launched this show, I wanted to make sure that audio sounded amazing, right? Like this is like a $300 microphone. It's not about the money, but I dropped $1,500 on hardware alone to launch this show. Do you have to do that? No, no. And this isn't a bragging thing. This is just a commitment thing. I'm like, listen, this is just how I work. You were joking around earlier about the whole Spartan race and blah, blah, blah. Like when I go do stuff, like I just, I'm all in. Because I, think it's man. I, I, I want to know that if I've got a financial commitment, then I've also got the heart commitment behind it. Because now I've got to earn, I have to re-earn the money that I invested in that. Like I got to justify exactly. why I, I spent that money. And I like I've heard a lot of shitty podcasts. <laughs> to say that. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> holy crap, dude, you sound like a hokey mofo. I mean, you got like this, I've literally like people like, oh, you got to listen to this show. I listened to 30 seconds, delete, because the guy, the guy, <laughs> the guy's talking on his Apple included iPhone headphone microphone thing on his iPhone. I mean, people are like, oh, you can launch a podcast on an iPhone. Dude, if you're doing this for a fun hobby, that's fine. Technically, I haven't fully monetized the show yet. So technically, it's a hobby. But I'm building this as a podcast as a purpose and as a platform to educate others. So yes, even though it's not monetized, it's technically a hobby. But because I built this with a purpose behind it, as you hinted, education, right? To reduce the ignorance, I need to take this seriously. And this is just how I take my stuff seriously. So, Which I think is fantastic. I mean, you have to do that in order to build. You have to kind of act as though you're already there before you get there, wherever there is. Well, let's be real. You, We've already geeked out about the fact that your Instagram feed, again, our listeners, guys, Body Epiphanies on Instagram, you want to geek out about podcasts, this guy shares the best health and wellness podcasts. Ours is one of them. And that's only one domain that we focus on, but you clearly listen to podcasts. So, Oh, yeah. And that's not even all of them, actually. No, I mean, there's, right? I, I uh, yeah, I had quite a commute. I just moved recently downtown, so... Um, probably the rate in which I'll publish on there will be probably just more like one a day as opposed to two, three or four a day. <laughs> you make it, you um, make it fit when it fits. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I listen every single day. I get, I get at least one in. Okay. Um, it's just a commitment to, you know, expanding my mind. And I even listen to things that are counter to what I might think would be ideal. Like for example, Rich Roll, you know, see, he, he does uh he's a vegan, um, marathon runner. And I think he has a lot of great information that he gets out on his podcast, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that vegan as a whole is the wisest in general, uh, like a blanket statement, uh, diet for people to follow. Sure. I don't think, I don't think any of them are. It's really. a very extreme lifestyle. Yes, it yeah. is. And I think I love the ethical reasoning behind it. And yes. I think I have, I have a friend of mine. She's a, she's a fellow CrossFit coach and cause I coach as well. And she is a very strong vegan, like very passionate. She, oh, you can be extremely strong. Yeah. yeah. When I met her, um, she's before she ever became a coach. Like she had the backpack with the pins all over it. She was not healthy and fit. And now she's like over the past three years has been transformed. She loves CrossFit. She literally just opened her own CrossFit gym with her best friend. So I love to see them infused with this passion. Now, granted, vegan works for her. And she chose that because of an ethical reason. And I respect yes. that. And I, as a health and wellness, I'll call myself, somebody called me a guru the other day. I'll use their words. I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, guys, I just have the commitment to study. That's it, right? I just have a few more nuggets of knowledge than you do. 
that's it. We talk about this whole being self-educated thing, self-awareness, mm-hmm. right? But I also know that from a health standpoint, for example, something as simple as B12. You can't get B12 as a vegan. You have to supplement it. It's not in your food, okay? Yeah, it would be next to impossible to really get yeah. in adequate levels, yeah. I don't care how many vegans write in a little blog post. Again, I'm not bashing on vegans, guys, if you hear this, okay? I'm just saying, like, I don't care how many blog posts you write saying, oh, just go eat some dirt. <laughs> Uh, first of all, who the hell wants to eat dirt one? Second of all, our dirt is not the way it was when I was a kid. Heads up to the vegans or non-vegans out there. I grew up on a farm, guys. When I was a child, we didn't do the shit that we do to our soil today. So you take 20, 30 years of the crap that we've done to our amazing soil that this country was, was graced with is no longer what it was. It's actually destroyed. Soil, soil remediation, I think, is one of the number one uh, biggest, probably biggest problems for the world as yeah. a whole, especially this nation. It's scary. Some of the worst. Uh, and if that actually, if they fix that, actually, I think vegans, vegetarians, paleo, keto, whatever diet someone falls would probably matter less because the nutrient density of that food would be so much higher. Thank you, sir. That's just why, so, like, I, I'm sorry that I have to promote supplementation and proper supplementation and, and vitamins oh, and things yeah. like that. But it's like, guys, like, I don't care who the hell you are, you got to. Whether you're a paleo, I, yeah. a keto, a vegetarian, a vegan, it doesn't matter who you are, especially here in the US of A, you have to supplement certain things. You don't have to go crazy. Some people may more than others. I would recommend Absolutely. as a biohacker or trying to become a mitohacker, like, okay. I'm also, I mean, literally, hold on. Ugh, hold on. My saliva test just arrived. I'm going to do some. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, my first ever experiment with a hormonal evaluation. So, oh, I'm curious. Just out of curiosity, are you doing this with a specific supplement or is this blue light blocking? What are you doing? If you I have no idea what I'm doing. I <laughs> literally, <laughs> this is how much I geek out now. Um, I've been, I love it, man. I, I've been wanting to do some testing. And thanks to a prior co-host who came on the show, uh, shout out to Dr. Carson of Carson Natural. He is a, Natural. He is a doctor of um, pharmacy. Oh, interesting. So, okay. right? Historically drug-based. Huh, that is interesting. Who has chosen the natural path? I don't know if I've listened to that. So he was on your podcast recently? Yes. He's already been aired, yes. So, uh, okay. yeah, so Carson, C-R-S-N, S-O-N. Uh, but I, I'll have to blank. I'll actually, you know, hold on. I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking uh, because I stopped screen sharing, so it's not going to be as ugly when I screen share that. But anyway, um, <laughs> the the guy the guy has his own, he's down, oh, where's he at? He's down in like the south. So obviously there's a lot of health issues down there. And, oh, yeah. and he chose to focus on trying to move beyond, right? The, the drug based world. He's like, listen, I'm a doctor of pharmacy. If you want the drugs, I can give them the drugs, but I want to give them the natural option. And then he has chosen to work with a certain laboratory company, uh, DT diagnostics. Anyway, so these are, these are swab kits. Cause I told Mike, send me enough to get my, my fiance and I done. I haven't given, I haven't even told her she's going to do this yet. I'm like, babe, don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. I just, first of all, this is also because I want to prove to her my lifestyle versus her lifestyle. Cause. Oh, is she a little bit different and a little bit. <laughs> now granted I've been living NSNG. Right. Do you follow Vinny Tortorich? I do not No. Holy shit, man. That guy's like no. million downloads a month. I mean, the guy's crushing it. Okay. He's, no, uh, I, he, if you want to hear, I, I listen, I will be, I will step aside. You've been sharing my episodes, vinnytortorich.com, the fitness okay. confidential podcast. 
Okay. Holy shit. You want guys that you want to be proud to share. He brings on, because he's purely focused on health, wellness, and fitness, right? Okay. So he's bringing on, bio, just like I do, biochemists and biologists and PhDs and yada, yada, yada. So he, he brings on his listeners too from time to time, but he is crushing it. And he was one of my influencers that inspired me to start my show too. Okay. So, yeah. I'll um, check him out. But anyway, for Phil Carson, his episode was episode 99, uh, right before I, I hit the three-digit mark. Aired in August 7th, and his episode was focused on adrenal fatigue and our U.S. sick care system. I hope you like that. Uh, with Dr. Phil Carson, and his company's called Phil, uh, CarsonNatural.com. So definitely check him out because... I, yeah, I think I did listen to that because doesn't he... Um, he So he there's certain adaptogens that he recommends... Um, did he recommend any adaptogens on your podcast? No, but I mean, it's funny cause the nutrition company that I work with, we have adaptogens and like, I, I started promoting adaptogens six, five years ago and people, okay. like, people are like, that's just jargon. The adaptogens uh -huh. don't, isn't a real thing. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it is dude. I mean, yeah, uh, we, yeah. we, we were the first company to come out with a, a legit telomere support supplement at the DNA level. Like the guy, like the, we're, we're just waiting for the patents to finally get approved after all these years. So that's why I was like, dude, it's like, yeah, we have shakes and crap like that too. But I'm like, we're, we're playing at a different level. I can't wait for that stuff to get in, get like finally get all the patents locked in. Cause then they could shut down all these wannabes that have been trying to copy our head formulators uh, design. So. Huh. Interesting. I'll be, I'll be curious to keep a look at. I am a endless self-experimenter when it comes to supplements. And I can tell you right now, adaptogens specifically things like rhodiola rosea, um, cordyceps, you know, militarius, uh, they, they can completely change someone's life. Oh yeah. At the right, at the right dose. Well, I, can, right I guarantee you, I don't remember from our chat and granted being a podcast hopes, I try and remember everybody's episodes, but now I'm like, okay, I might've overwhelmed myself. Uh, but anyway, Dr. Phil was talking a lot of good stuff. I don't remember him using the terms adaptogens. That might've been a different okay. episode. So, but okay. he's a very intelligent man. And like I said, he specifically recommends focusing on the saliva testing beyond, because I was going to do blood panel testing, like the extensive blood panel testing. And he said, Scott, he's like, honestly, I'm not trying to sway you the wrong way. He's like, the saliva testing, especially at the hormonal analysis level, is so much more accurate and detailed. So he's is like- Is that a four, four day, or is that a six a day? Hmm. Again, don't know yet. It just arrived. Okay. So- I don't know. Cause the, <laughs> I haven't even opened these little boxes yet. So I just did a saliva test recently. Uh, cause they're going to check for DHEA cortisol and all the, all the hormone markers. Oh, you know what? Uh, this first time opening it, this box has one, two, three, four, five vials in it. Okay. So that's going to be one of the better ones probably then. Um, cause I know that the four panel is, or the four different times in a day is much better than the way they used to do it, which was two or three. Uh, and then now they're going up to five to six. Uh, so it, you're going to have to drool into those things. And let me tell you, it's a bit of a pain in the hours, but yeah, he sent me, well, this one doesn't. So this one says, Oh no, he sent me three kits. Oh no, two kits. This one box only has one vial in it. So this must be a special box for something. I don't know. The other two boxes have a, a, a bag with five little vials in it. And, okay. Because cool. um, he, he said he was going to send me two kits, one for me, one for her. I don't know what this other kit for because this box looks different than the other two, and there's only one kit. There's only one vial in it. So 
I'm intrigued. I, I see now that I'm looking and see you're, you're just gonna make me follow up with him now, which is good because it's been sitting here for a few days and I'm like I was so excited when it arrived. <laughs> well, are you uh, are you familiar with the Viome testing, the new uh, Viome no company? Okay, you might want to check them out or get that gentleman on your podcast. I uh, unfortunately do not know his name. He's a Viome from- like V I O M E. Yeah, V-I-O-M-E. Now, I'm not personally vouching for this because I haven't tried it yet, but um, I looked over the way they do they do their kind of um, analysis for the microbiome because they check out the vibrobiome, the microbiome, the mycobiome. Um, they check up parasites, and they do a little blood analysis, and then they send it two tests a year for like $599 and give you a specific instructions on what to eat, what not to eat based on your entire microbiota um, to the species level, not you're, just to the genetic. You're saying Viome with a V is in Victor versus Biome, right? So, yeah, which is based on the, so it's like you have the micro or microbiome, right. the bacterial genetics, then you have the mycobiome, which is the fungal genetics, then you have the viral biome. Oh, gut and microbiome testing. Here we go. Yeah. On, yeah, you know I would. Uh, to, list, to benefit you and our YouTube watchers, since I'm like searching for all this stuff, there we go. Viome. Yeah. Imagine living in a it's, world where illness is optional. It's a very interesting up and coming. Um, oh, it was a very trendy packaging. Oh, they yeah, the gentleman doing the marketing behind that is uh, quite good at what he does. As a marketing uh, guy, I'm very impressed. I'm like, this is some yeah. very flashy, flashy. It's very uh, Apple slash Tesla. Yeah. Um, which is a hell of a compliment. So, oh yeah, now, well, I know Ben Green. Ben Greenfield's doing. He did one with this, and his breakdown was quite intriguing. Yeah, here's uh, here's Doctor Phil, just so you know, Phil Carson. So, okay, maybe I have not listened to that one. Then. That's I will episode ninety nine. Um, but anyway, he he basically, I send these kits to the lab that he's partnered with, then they do the lab analysis, and then send him the results. And then he does his analysis and feedback with his partner doctor, who's a wellness doctor. So he's like the doctor pharmacy guy. The other guy is more of a wellness. And then they do their thing. And then they give me their analysis of the analysis of the results. So I'm interested to see what happens. So I basically, I got to pay for the lab and then I pay for them. But I mean, I don't care. I, I'm just excited to have, finally have, because I've been doing so much work on myself. I've never got any testing done. So oh, okay. I feel great. I have abs. I look great, but it's like, okay, but I, we talk about how you could look great on the outside, but you might not look great on the inside. I want to back up. I want to back it up, man. Like I know that I'm all, I'm pretty awesome right now. Like I'm going to go ahead and feel good about that. I'm going to say it. I'm like, dude, I know it because like I went with no training, went and went and ran four miles on trail the other night and then went and did 10 miles a day. Now, granted my feet are a little sore because I'm running in minimalist shoes and all, all this morning was asphalt. So I don't care how Superman you feel and how much of a biohacker you are. If you go from not running on asphalt at all to running 10 miles on an asphalt, you're going to be a little sore. <laughs> yeah, you're not given a whole lot of opportunity there to adapt too quickly. So no. that would definitely be a... But it's interesting sure. you brought this Viome guy because I, I'm showing you now another... Have you now, Do you follow Dr. Wolfson? I do not. You're introducing me to all kinds of new stuff. Dude, I like this. His book is the paleocardiologist. He is the he is a heart doctor who left the big heart doctor world because he let, met his wife, who's a doctor of Cairo. She brought him the world of natural wellness. 
So they they he left the big business of the heart doctor world and they created the Doctors Wolfson practice in Arizona. So gotcha. He, yeah. Yeah. I know the other wolf, Rob Wolf. He's, he's he, the one that he spoke. Got me into. Uh, well, then here I'm gonna blow your mind, Doctor Wolfson. He has spoken on stage in Vermont next to Dr. Jack Cruz. Oh, no kidding. Huh. So now you have to <laughs> listen no. to that episode. <laughs> oh, I, I, know you, I know you love Jack Cruz like I do, so now oh, you yeah. have to. Well, so, Jack's just so unique. Um, this, guy, this guy got pretty passionate. So anyway, you want to listen to him? He's been on twice uh, because I brought him on. Hold on. You like this guy too, Dr. Anthony J. I got to catch you up, bro. Um, I know, because I, I'm relatively new to your uh, your podcast. Well, and again, I, again, you, uh, Vinny, Vinny's got me beat, right? I, I always show him respect. I just spelled him wrong. But Jack Wolfson, I brought him on twice. His first episode with me, see, I brought him on a second time. Maybe he didn't make it on a second time. Anyway, I brought him on here because when that stupid AHA article came out about coconut oil. Oh, I know. I flipped Man. my shit. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? The American Heart Association, just like the American Diabetes Association, are full of morons. Um, so they're completely swaying people down the wrong path. So I said, fine. As soon as the HA came out, I brought him back on, not Dr. Carson. I brought Dr. J back on. This dude is a specialist on um, epigenetics. Nice. So he geeks out about epigenetics. So he's got a, a whole thing. His YouTube feed is awesome. So you got to follow that dude because he's a. Yeah, I'll I don't know. What, I don't know what out. doctor he is. Like I, I'm blanking on it right now. I, I've never gotten too many doctors on. Then I brought a, a, a local sports nutritionist back on that I usually bring her on because she, I had her help back me up from a nutritional standpoint on the healthiness of AHA and I mean versus AHA and the coconut oil thing. We had a blast. Like as soon as that article came out. I reached out to all three of my like, guys. I'm pushing out all my episodes and I'm bringing you guys in. We're going to fire out like three episodes in a row just to focus on trying to get the right content out yeah. there. Yeah. Right? Well, there's a lot, of, a lot of disinformation, misinformation. It's frustrating, isn't it? Very, uh, very powerful industry. So. Yeah. I mean, you, you have I mean, to back this up. I mean, with what you're doing in Boise, it's like, come on, man. Like, we're up against some big organizations, oh, yeah. millions Absolutely. of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, billions. Here we go. In, in, in some cases, for sure. Dr. Jack's first appearance, yeah, Wolfson, yeah. was, again, leaky gut, vaccines. So he's got a test that he does on his website called the Wheat. Basically, it's all about gut health. I forget yeah, what okay. he calls it. His test is like the Wheat something. Or actually, hold on. What am I doing? I have great show notes. I should just click on the freaking article. <laughs> I'm the worst co I'm the worst host ever. No, this is because... <laughs> Late at night, man. I, I asked for a late night appointment. I'm surprised that you were able to do there this. There we go. I, because, again, so like Jack, like Jack said on my episode when he was on my show, he said, you know what, Scott? He's like, right now, I'm literally killing, oh. killing myself, right? He said that. He's like, I'm literally killing myself doing this episode with you because he was doing like you are right now. We're recording video. There's a camera playing. He had the monitors on. Granted, he had his glasses on, but he's like, Sky, he's like, right now, let's be real. We are both killing ourselves to bring this content to the world yes. because of what he knows as a neurosurgeon. Again, to our listeners right now, if you've not listened to episode 51 and you want to get your mind blown because you don't know what the hell and you've never really met a neurosurgeon, Dr. Jack Cruz has got a crazy viral filing. His blog is massive. I mean, his blog is something years else. of content. It's yeah. ridiculous. So I respect him heavily. 
Um, the wheat, the wheat zoomer test. There it is. I have it on my website actually. Really? Um, yeah. So my website. So you know what that there's is? There's a though. link on there. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. I haven't done it myself personally, but uh, so I put together a page on my website that's for leaky gut, SIBO. Uh, so I wonder if he's using. That's what he charges. Um, but he's got this little, you know, uh, diagram just to kind of help people understand gut health. Yep. Tight junctions and yeah. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> I mean, it all leads back to the gut in one way or another. So you have this on your site too. So if you go to the nutritional consult and, uh, up, up top there, it should drop down to SIBO, CIFO, IBD, IBS, and leaky gut. Uh, so if you click that, then at the bottom, it's basically just a, an immense amount of resources, select videos, uh, Whoa, you have uh, a lot of content, content on here. Yeah, a lot of content. Um, and then, so the testing should be, if you scroll up a little bit, um, and there's a, that's just a kind of a side note there for uh, thyroid uh, testing, but somewhere in there, I should have that weak zoomer test. Oh, Cause I have all the testing that I generally recommend, uh, people investigate and look in. Um, there's a gut zoomer. Oh, gut zoomer. Yeah, that's it though. Cause it's Jack, Jack. Wolfson, oh yeah. Jack right? Wolfson. So yeah. you do know who Jack Wolfson is. So I, I do, but not, not deeply though. But then you, now you now you have another podcast to listen to on your commute. So absolutely, yeah. No, I love Jack because Jack Jack and I just said it. He, I want people to be like you right now. We're, we're having fun, and we're just saying how it is, right? Yes, absolutely. So, and this is going to turn into a long episode to our listeners, guys, because like we've been just connecting and all this content. But I, I feel bad because our listeners still haven't gotten to really know you <laughs> that much okay, yet. But yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, we're, show, I, we're no. showing your site right now. I mean, guys, like, he, I, dude, you have a lot of content on here. I've been really impressed with your site work here, man. Yeah, and it's mostly curating content at this point, um, but I'm creating content too. I'm doing a big, a really big article on Wim Hof method and how that's kind of changed the way I function. The Wim Hof uh, method? Uh, Wim Hof, yeah. Wim Hof, okay. Yeah, are you familiar with Wim Hof? I've heard the term, but I'm not as oh, in-depth on man. it. Dude, you need him on your show. Oh, well, I'd for love sure. To. The Wim yes. Hof if, method. If you go to my homepage, yeah. he's right on there. Um, so it's W. What, what are we talking about? Wim Hof. Uh, w. Uh, so it's W I. Yeah, if you just go straight to the homepage, uh, I have one of his videos up on there, and actually, I direct, directly link to his website. So if you keep scrolling down, um, right there, Wim Hof method oh. breath work link right to it there we go so uh yeah this man he's the ice man uh Jack oh, Cruz oh about him. the ice man on instagram yeah 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 the guy sits yeah. there in the snow all the time yeah yeah i follow him okay i was gonna say there's no way you don't know wim hoff oh you yeah no i do follow him but I, I don't really study him yet in depth oh man yeah you would i think you'd uh i think you'd fancy my, my fiance thinks i'm weird when i wake up early in the morning and i walk I, I go make my normal i have a special supplement tea that i make every morning and then I'll, for the past three months, I walk outside, step into the backyard onto the grass, and just stand there and ground. Yep. I do the same thing. Or, awesome. or earthing, however you want to call it. Grounding, and I sit there it. and sip my tea, and maybe it's only for five minutes, 10 minutes. Yep. But as soon as I step onto the grass, and maybe it's just the cold of the grass, but I was like, I just get a jolt. It's like, like this morning, it was, I had to get up early because we had to leave by 6 30 to get down to the race. The race was an hour from here. So I was like, all right, I got up at 6. She got up at 6.15. She's just like, I'm like, all right, I went to make my tea, went outside. The sun was barely up. And I'm like, as soon as I stepped on that grass, I was like, boom. It's, uh, I was like, I was good. <laughs> it's, it, it really, it makes a big difference. I think I underestimated it for years. Uh, but I, defi I definitely did. 
yeah, I, I did for sure. Same for the blue light stuff. I dismissed that for a long time. And it's, uh, it took me a while. It took me a couple of years of listening to Jack Cruz. He's gotten a lot better in the last year and a half. He, he, uh, needed, he needed to dumb his content. I hate he, to use that terminology. Yeah, Sorry. Not dumb it to, down. Well, let's just go ahead no, and use it. Let's dumb it down. Well, no. He needed, no, he needed to be better at communicating. Yes. He was so intellectual. That's, yes. That precisely. he just, people were like, I, I can't even relate to you, dude. Exactly. Like, and I love the fact that he's that knowledgeable. But I, oh, again, I mean, I, I kind of joked around like on the sh- on our episode together. I'm like, all right, all right. It's like, so what you just said, can we relate that a little bit differently to our public? <laughs> so I wasn't trying to say, like, can we dumb it down? But I'm like, could you just step out of the laboratory or out of the, out of the, out of the neurologist world, out of, out of the medical speak, yeah, because <laughs> that's what we need, and that's I, I, it doesn't. We're not saying that people aren't intelligent enough to understand what he's saying, but if you expect uh, somebody dude, to relate, I'm not sure I'm smart enough to understand entirely what he's saying. <laughs> to be frank, I mean, I'm still I'm I'm chewing on each blog, and I'm writing note detailed notes, and yeah. I gotta research the research, and it takes a lot of time. That's the thing. I think it's not that people don't have the intelligence to understand it; it's they don't they don't like have time. time or right. energy. So people want, let's be real. This is just what we've become. We have the technology nowadays. So it's like everybody wants everything now. So I'm not saying that Jack needs to change who he is, but Mike, Jack, if you can help somebody comprehend your content faster and easier, you will increase your followers and you will increase your, your life goal to get more people to get healthy. That's, that's the master plan. I'm glad you spent all these years gaining that knowledge and you continue to, you know, get smarter and learn more. But I'm like, you got to find a way to translate this stuff faster. And that's another reason why I do stuff like the podcast too. Like if I could find a way to force these highly intellectual gentlemen or women, right? I've had on uh, Dr. Sylvia Tara. She's the new author of the book, uh, The Secret Life of Fat, right? 20 plus years of biological research into fat cells. I'm like, that chick could geek out forever. But again, you got to relate to your audience. Yeah. Yeah, and he he has gotten better though because I've I've watched him two years ago, three years ago with like self hacked. I think that gentleman, I forget his name, Joe Cohen. I think uh, he yeah. interviewed him a long time ago, and it, he's gotten better and better at that. But but okay. I agree, yeah, he, you gotta gotta break it down. And I'm I'm probably getting way too. I can't tell if my screen is showing anything. Actually, I'm gonna go back to sharing the screen because I think it your your special fancy red thing. I apologize, like, man. No, this is All cool. Right. So yeah, hold on. For our listeners, real quick, we were talking about this earlier. When I shared my screen in a traditional computer monitor, I'm sharing a very white website, your website. But right now, I know that because I'm sharing my screen and you're on a live video feed, your glow, your face is glowing red. You've got some yeah. kind of fancy red filter going on, right? Yeah. So I'd like to talk about that for just a real quick second. Do um, it. For the public that are listening, that's listening in here. Um, there's a couple of softwares out there. There's eFlux and then there's Iris. Those are the two big ones I'd say. Don't waste. And I, this is, I, I mean this sincerely, do not waste your time with Flux. Just get Iris. The gentleman who made Iris has done it so much better than what is available in terms of the customization with Flux. Because Iris, uh, you pay what? Anywhere from like 5 or $10. It's not much. It's a one-time fee. Um, and actually, you can actually get it for free technically, but I'd pay for it if I were you because you can get access to the strict mode or the biohacker mode, and you can go in there and customize the um, the Kelvin. So I put my Kelvin down to zero. 
almost any time I use this laptop. And normally I actually have my blue blockers on, on top of that. I'm just at the studio right now and they're at home. Yeah. Uh, Cause I wanted the map to be a good backdrop for you, but unfortunately the lighting is just kind of crap. So anyway, Iris on top of that, I have it interrupt me every 30 minutes, obviously not while we're on the podcast, but every 30 minutes that I'm normally using it and it blocks my screen for three minutes and you can customize that to whatever time frame you want. But essentially for every 60 minutes that goes by six minutes, I have to be up and moving. So because I sometimes on my days off, um, I'll be on the computer researching for 10, 12, 13 hours at a time. If I do not have the Iris software running within its strict mode, both for the Kelvin, for the blue blocking and the interruption, so I can get some movement in every 30 minutes, uh, my functioning and my productivity has skyrocketed since mm-hmm. doing that. And my now, so this blue blocking thing is pretty serious business. Uh, I the, tell people that all the time. I'm like, guys, like, okay, if this was hokey bullshit, then why did all of a sudden the iPhone company and all the other smartphone companies incorporate in a new absolutely. a new feature well, to cut some of the blue light? I mean, it's not perfect, but it's not perfect. No, you definitely want to get uh, a you proper want, blue blocker. A proper blue blocker for yeah. that stuff. I would not rely on Apple or, and I love Apple, but yeah, they need to up their game on that department. Um, but so just to give you an example, I've been a night owl most of my life and three days of wearing those blue blockers religiously at night in front of, in front of any artificial light. Uh, my circadian rhythm changed so much that I started to go to bed around 11. And then when I started doing the first AM sunlight and grounding, like, Jack Cruz talks about uh, five, 10 minutes a day. Then my sleep schedule dropped to around 10 PM. I get tired. Okay. Now, what do you think about this? These people contacted me through my Facebook page called blue blocks. Oh, I think I saw these guys come up in uh, one of the Facebook private groups. I'm on. So they basically took the ugly goggle and are trying to create, because it's funny because when I, when I launched Dr. Jack Cruz's episode, again, to our listeners, guys, we're talking about blue blocker glasses. There's blue blocker sunglasses. Long story short, they look like an orange colored lens, but the whole point here is they're simply to properly filter out the blue light that is emanating from technology. This is what's affecting your circadian rhythm, your sleep alignment. There's so many other things we can totally geek out about right now, but we're just going to try and keep it light. Anyway, these guys contact me saying, oh, well, you know, what what do you think about promoting these, blah, blah, blah. We saw your Jack Cruz episode because on that episode, Jack said, he's like, I was like, dude, where where can I get your glasses? He's like, oh, well, mine were custom made. I'm like, okay, well, where do I get my own blue blocker sunglasses? And he didn't really proper answer that. So... I've had people on YouTube on that video say, oh, well, how do I get blue blocker sunglasses? So I want to point people in the right direction. But I, so for now, all I did was message these people back and saying, listen, I went on your site and there's just a lot of fluff. Like this is really, this whole section here is the only thing that they get into. I'm like, do you have a specification sheet or any kind of science backing that you guys legitimately built a proper pair of sunglasses other than, oh, I have an orange colored lens and I'm calling them blue blocks. Like I want, so, how, I want somebody to prove to me that these are actually legit. I'll email you the exact company because I researched this pretty hard. Um, there's only, I'm sure there's another company, but there's only one company I could find at a, a decent rate cost wise. These, like, these are like 60 bucks. So the one I got is 35 bucks. They don't oh, look wow. as nice as that. But they they cover more of the eye, so you get a, a true block. Okay. Um, and they really work. Okay. Uh, if just if you want to test this kind of thing, you got to be very religious about it. For give it a week. It took me three days to. Oh yeah. Do it. 
I mean, dude, uh, right now, this is what I want. So I don't, I mean, I don't have time. I, kind of, I have a monitor here and I have my laptop here. And then I have like an incandescent bulb over here just to try to, I'm like, dude, I just want to, I'm happy. I'll, I'll rock the freaking sunglasses at night right now. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm, ready, I'm ready to do it. I just and do you, don't know do which one I want to buy. Do you have Iris on your uh, computer? No, no I need, okay. I, I, that's what I was just writing on the dry erase board right here. Yeah, like, you'll, okay. you'll like it. Man. Iris red it's, screen biohacker mode. I already wrote that down. <laughs> sweet. Yeah, you'll, you'll dig that. It's an incredible software. And uh, that now, is that a one-time buy or subscription based? Nope, just one time by. In fact, I really think he should charge more, to be honest. Because uh, sounds like it. Because the customization is just really cool. Uh, I know Dr. Mercola, uh, he was a really big, uh, really big advocate of it too. And uh, I think Greenfield is the one who got me onto Iris because I was using Flux, but I could really feel the difference once I did Iris. Um, and and I went in, and they changed the Kelvin. So that's the key: get the Kelvin down to zero. Uh, are now, these, are these the guys? Yep, that's them. Here's the funny thing. Like, your face got a little darker because look at that. They even built their <laughs> right? website with yep, a black exactly. background. I love them, man. I, that's pretty cool. All he's right. gotten, uh, yeah, he's, he's a good cat. Um, until, so you, until you scroll. <laughs> until you scroll. Well, you know, you got to have the dark and the light, right? This is cool, though. He's answering questions like why your, why your screen flickers, color inversion. Nice. But there's, I mean, we're seeing studies. I mean, you can go through PubMed and you're, you can find uh, blue light toxicity studies and their connection to uh, breast cancer. Um, I mean, we're talking everything from breast cancer to uh, mitochondrial function, dopamine production. Uh, this goes way beyond just melatonin. Now, granted, melatonin does, I mean, it's like magnesium in terms of just the amount of things that it has to do in the body. Yes. Not just well, the- it's it's the biggest thing that I got from Jack to Jack Cruz on that episode. Again, to our listeners, guys, like everybody's at a different place in the timeline, right? So you guys are listening to this right now, and Brandon and I are geeking out like hardcore. But it doesn't mean that you guys should feel overwhelmed and that you feel like, oh my god, I can never get to their place because we all started where you're at. So listen yeah. to what we're talking about, and then it's like, okay, well, for example, like what you're hinting at right now, Brandon. Okay, well. Where's a starting place of what you're just talking about? Okay, mitochondrial health. Wow, what the hell's a mitochondria, right? That's in your cell, blah, 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 blah. That's why, yeah. that's why I, I'm like, I'm moving into the mitochondrial level. Like I'm moving, I'm migrating from just a biohacker to a mitohacker because of Absolutely. Dr. Jack Cruz. So, oh, yeah. yeah. But like for somebody who follows you or is going to now follow you, thanks to this, hopefully, how do you recommend people like early in the timeline? Like who even try and comprehend this whole mitochondrial health and the fact that people are like, oh my God, wait, melatonin is produced in the eyes? Yeah. Like, so Yeah, wow. I think so I like to think of things as systems of thinking and how to integrate new systems of thinking. So if you look at health as a physics up approach, you're gonna look at light differently. Okay. And so um, if you so, and if you allow yourself to play and experiment, I think you're you're more apt to take the action necessary to get the results that we're speaking about. Hmm. So if you, you give yourself permission to play, give yourself permission to experiment. I mean, if you feel you look goofy or feel goofy doing certain things, wearing blue blockers, being the only person in the room watching a TV show wearing blue blockers, that's cool. But if see how you feel, test it. If it doesn't work into any degree where you notice any difference whatsoever, you can choose to ignore the data for now, but I can almost guarantee you that data will come back just like gravity does and everything else. Well, it's like anything else in life, right? It's like, you can't, I hate to use this age old term, but it's like, you can't knock it till you try it. Right. I mean, 
It's very true. Who are yeah. we to prejudge something until we've at least given it a shot? Like when I put yeah. people through my, I, I put people through like a, a detoxification nutritional cleansing program that I work with. And I'm not even putting people on adaptogens yet. I'm just saying like, this and just like let your body do its natural process, but you need like a support system because you're just, your body's just taxed. You're overwhelmed. Like you need a, You need a your, and your nutrition sucks. Right. M- most people. Anyway, they're like, well, I don't know about that. I'm like, well, you can't knock it till you try it. Uh, and also be like, oh, well, like literally a friend of mine that I used to work with is emailing me right now after all these years. And she's like, well, so, so, so how many pounds am I going to lose in the first 30 days? I'm like, I'm not going to answer that. If that's why you're talking to me right now, you are completely missing the point. Yes. Are you going to lose pounds? Sure. Definitely a possibility. I'm more focused on inches, the, the inflammation of the body, not the freaking scale. Right. Um, um, the BMI is archaic. Um, more importantly, I was like, you are looking to reboot your life right now. So I was like, you need to like get a good cleansing and rebuilding month. And I was like, plus it's like, if you're looking for a body transformation, this isn't a wham, bam, 30, 30 day thing. If that's what you're looking for, don't, don't call me anymore. Don't email me anymore. I'm not a wham, bam guy. I'm helping people with a lifestyle enhancement. Lifestyle. Right. Exactly. And, and any legitimate body transformation that I've seen that has the chance to become sustainable is at least 16 weeks because there's so much hormonal reprogramming happening. Uh, I, I, literally, a guy I just had on the show, uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Farmer, shout out to you. I just aired him this week. Dude dropped 200 pounds. He was over 400 pounds. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I, I was like, let me ask you, bro. I was like, the whole hormonal thing. How often was that getting recalibrated? He's like, dude, like every 10 pounds, man. He's like, he's like, 10 pounds is life changing. He's like, so your body is like, he's like, I, I didn't know this until I started going through it because his, his whole thing is called uh, mysugarfreejourney.com. Just powerful, man. Nice. The, guy, the guy literally lost half of himself. That's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you become the change that you want to see. Essentially, you just, you know, you got to embody that knowledge. Yeah. Um, and that's what this is really all about. And, and I think giving yourself permission to play, I think that specifically mm. play with this stuff, you know what I mean? You don't have, have to, fun you know, with it. Have, have fun, fun with it. it. Yeah. And let, you know, and, and kind of anything that inspires curiosity, I think is generally a good thing. Well, and the problem is maybe cause I'm just really fucked up in the head. Um, <laughs> I've joked around because like like my people like I, I was like I sent people photos of the of the, the swab test kits and my buddy's like sweet because like he he literally bought the Quantlet uh, one of my best oh, friends nice. oh yeah I don't I don't even own one so I go I don't own I, one yet either but I go over to his house and I slap it on and um and he he's like dude he's like he doesn't even listen to the podcast he started following me on YouTube he's one of my best friends. And uh, he's like, dude, he's like, I love, I love it, man. That chapter, he's like, I had no idea you were getting into the whole biohacking thing. So now, like, it's just another whole layer of our <laughs> friendship. Um, That's awesome. But his wife thinks he's crazy. And then, like, well, I think you know, most people think we're crazy if we're doing, I mean, just listen to what we're talking see, about here. But my we're point crazy. is, like, the point on this whole little side conversation is that eventually enough people tell you that you're crazy that eventually you're like, you know what? Fuck you, bro. All right. <laughs> So I'm, I'm, this is going to be one of our more profane episodes, but it's like, you know what, guys? If, like, just fathom this in your freaking heads right now if you're listening to this. Like, what if this that one thing, that one test 
that one bracelet, the one swab test kit, the one iris app to include in your in your computer, the one cleansing system. I don't give a crap what it is. Like what if that was the next step to enhance your life, to add more years to your life, to help you spend more quality time and actually have the health to play with your children. Whatever you need, whatever your goals are in life. That's why I tell people like guys like you can't knock it till you try it. And the more That's- the more you put these reps in, it's like going to the yes. gym, man. Exactly. You build that bulletproof mindset because this is it. It's up here. I couldn't agree more. And I think that's, you know, mindset. I was actually, you know, I was debating whether or not I would have really uh, anything really worthy that's unique to share on your podcast. And then I realized, you know. Everybody I, has something worthy to share. That, well, that's true. And, and I, I mean it in the sense of, um, I guess I think at like Jack Cruz level or, or, you know, Rob Wolf or any of these guys that have really deep in the trenches right but then i realized you know dude you're deep in the trenches too well in my own way yes yes but i'm not i haven't invented anything yet you don't Um, have to be the inventor you this is true you're a a portal this is very true yeah like if i if i i mean i I still haven't figured out how the hell i'm gonna name this episode yet but i'm like dude (laughs) your your instagram feed very unique you chose one specific target you're a portal for sharing we could toss psychedelics into the arena. We could toss all right. kinds of things. Into the hey, arena. man! But your website, for example, like you're covering a lot of demographic here. You're you're recycling and repurposing content. Oh and, yes. And, but you're still sure. tagging it back to its or- origins, so people can yes. still find the creator. Exactly. You don't that's need to be a freaking right. creator, man. We're a voice. Yeah, We're a voice. Yeah. I no. I I, I think the. Uh, a, a really good thing I think that I could share with people is self-experimentation and kind of the failures and successes of that. Cause I've experimented in the last three and a half years with 225 different products. Um, Damn. spin around, spin around <laughs> close to 70 K in three and a half years. Um, trying to solve this gut issue. And I have found some amazing stuff. Wait, 70 K besides the 70 K and the lung collapses. Or oh, I'm not even <laughs> counting lung collapses. Lung collapses were hundreds of thousands. Okay. okay. Uh, this is an entirely separate saga of my health. <laughs> um, this is a gut situation that was sepsis. I feel like uh, we should be like sitting here, be like just, 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 just making it rain, <laughs> man. Just in, dude, in, I could in, in a healthy a mindset. Tesla. Healthy mindset. Right um, but like here, here's an example. Uh, am I allowed to talk about a company or any? I, and I I'm not related. Okay. Uh, dude, shout it, out to. You say what you got to say. <laughs> okay, shout out to Pure Encapsulations for their... Pure, uh, hold on, I'm going to bring them up. What's Pure Encapsulations? Yeah, so their Rhodiola Rosea product. Holy in, shit. Or Encapsulation? Uh, yeah, in, ah, yep. there we go. Uh, so their Rhodiola product. Uh, and this is, this is not to try to get everyone to do this because there is no one thing for everyone. Nope. However, if I was listening in and I was still listening, I would be, I would look at this and explore this specific company. And then their um, this is pure formulas. Oh, they sell pure encapsulations. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So uh, Rhodiola there, that product, and I have tried at least 225 different products in the last three and a half years. This is one of the, most profound products I have ever tried in my life. Um, at the right dose. For me, it was right at that edge of what is a therapeutic dose, which is around that 500 to 600 milligram from an extract from a root. Mm-hmm. Um, and they standardized that specific product. 
but uh, it has completely turned things around. And I learned that actually from a podcast by Evan Brand. Wow. Um, and he mentioned this about uh, Rhodiola. He didn't save this company, but I've had good success of peer encapsulations in the past. Um, but this is one of those companies, and, and this gets, I hope this gets people to think about adaptogens and utilizing them in their life on a regular basis and rotating them out. I mean, I don't think there's very few things you should probably take every single day. Um, yeah, I, think, I would agree. You know, you're, you're, the, the human body is a powerful machine and it will adapt and it will calibrate yes. and recalibrate. So I'm always telling people like, try cycling. Exactly. On off, I on think off. Certain things like magnesium probably should be taken every day. Oh God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certain things just are, are basic elemental needs. Oh, but- real quick on that, dude, again, Vinny Tortorich last year launched, he finally got sick and tired of the, of the vitamin market. So he launched a company called Pure Vitamin Club. I haven't seen okay. a more pure and perfectly built magnesium supplement, and I take, really? I take it right now. Is now, it uh, multi-mag? Oh, it's multi-mag, all right. All okay, right. all right. So, But he, he said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of everybody putting crap in vitamins. Like There's like sawdust in there magnesium and fillers. Dairy. Yeah, Zero, Zero fillers, dude. Zero. Hold on. I'm going to bring it up for you because like, you'll respect this. Um, so this is his brand and I take, uh, he just launched a sublingual B12, which is good for vegetarians yeah. and vegans. The, yes. And you put B12 it on your tongue cause that's the fastest, most effective way. And they didn't want to have to use fillers. So they made it as a sublingual. That's this tiny bottle right here. So he only, he only launched in last year. He launched with magnesium and a multi-cap and then just like a month or two ago, launched a B12. So can I, I want to, I want to make a comment here on that B12 thing for other people to be aware of. Do you know who Dr. Ben Lynch is? No. Okay, so I, he's someone I would really encourage you to have on your show because he, he will definitely uh, upgrade your thinking on basic nutrients and, and why certain B vitamins will not work for certain people based on epigenetic expression. Yep. Um, and, and oh, wow, that's beautiful. Well, minus the citrate, I would say. That's beautiful. Um, yep. So That's very the, minimal. He, he actually purposely said, he's like, that is like the smallest component because of that reason, but they needed to create a balance and that's what they were focusing on. That's um, interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a good blend there. But as I you know, taurate, uh, glycinate and carbonate are the key and a lot of companies aren't even freaking using that. So let me just, yeah. And I'll use uh malate's another form I like to use personally. Yeah. Um, here, here you go. Yep. So. It's That's a two, awesome. 200 milligram dose. So I, I, I only take one a night. And I will say, I noticed within a week, my, I mean, I don't have sleeping problems. I actually, I originally bought this for my fiance because she can go to sleep, but she'll wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning. Oh, I see. But she's also, her, her business is she's an on-call horse vet. So oh, for her business. Okay. So it's like she's programmed herself to. Gotcha. Like she, she sleeps with the freaking iPhone next to the bed. Yeah, it's like almost like her, her adrenal system is primed. <sighs> well, and then she plays the iPad right before bed. Ah, Dude, I got yeah, I got the blue light blockers on it. I know. She's watching. Oh, well, that's good. But she watches television, and then she's got the iPad. And she's playing that, you know, She's playing the mind games, like these puzzles that, that are to make her smarter. And I'm like, babe, you're stimulating the brain right before bed. She's like, I can go to sleep fine. I'm like, no. The REM, like you got to calm the brain down before bed. yeah maybe read some fiction or, or something yeah like open yeah. a freaking book oh. yeah the 
The uh, I wanted to touch upon something though on that B twelve stuff. Um, oh yeah. For, for the listeners, um, certain B twelve like you have methyl B twelve, methylcobalamin. Then you have adenosine or adena. Uh, yeah, I believe it's adenosine cobalamin, uh, and then um, a hydroxy version. So there's three or higher end B twelves. If B twelve, the methylated B does not work for you then there's a good chance the hydroxy will. If that doesn't, then the other one will. Hmm. But I would encourage people to go look up and research Dr. Ben Lynch, L-Y-N-C-H. The man has a company called Seeking Health. Also one of my favorite, um, well, he's just one of my favorite people. He's just a very down-to-earth gentleman who doesn't, he's not, you never feel like he's trying to sell you anything. But his products are very impressive. They've moved the needle for me in a lot of different areas, uh, but his understanding of is, how, is him? yep, wow, that's of how to, yeah, his, his, his website there, but Dr. Ben Lynch, uh, I have no doubt he would love to do a podcast with you. I got to track um, all these people down. Yeah. He's, now, do you, he's, are you connected with him at all? Uh, I, him and I chat on, on the Facebook forum. Um, he, he gives a lot of his time. He's, he speaks with a lot of people that ask him questions. I'm going to say, I mean, if he, if he ever, I mean, cause that's the thing about Jack Cruz, like he doesn't have his own podcast show. He goes on other people's show. Right. So, so I love people like that. It's like, great. I'll be your freaking voice. Let's get you out there more. I mean, I would love to promote his book right here. That's going to be. Oh, dirty jeans. Yeah. He seriously, the man is, I uh, would not trust anyone else out there talking about genetics. And I've listened to a lot of them. Uh, when it comes to, when it comes to nutrigenomics, except for this man's work. Well, I've had a lot of authors on, so he, especially if he's getting ready for a book launch or he's launching a book now, dude, let's try and get him on. Because, okay, well, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll reach out to him and have him maybe contact with him. a guy like this. I don't need to pre-screen his book. I've had I got people trying to get come on the show. I want to promote the book. I'm like, all right, let me. I was like, you send me the book first. And then I'll see if I want to bring you on. It's gotten, well, to, it's exciting to get to that point where you get to turn people away. But, that's awesome. Um, yeah. But I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to. It's just, I have a very large library already. And I'm like, and you don't even see my audible library. And I'm like, I feel like as a good host, I want to at least know you and your content. So I need time to read yeah. these damn books. <laughs> well, and they're, uh, do you know Mike Mutzel? I've heard that I- name. High intensity health radio. He's got a really good podcast. Yeah, he has a really good interview with uh, Dr. Ben, but it's a little older. Um, I, I would definitely I'll contact him because he does uh, respond. I've got some some good correspondence with him, yeah. and I'll get I'll see if he'll reach out with you and get on your show because I think um, more people need to know what he's trying to talk and teach regarding teach. Ben. Yeah, right. Dr. Okay. Ben Lynch. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I'm writing um, him down here for now because, like, right next to him, I'm like, I already have a list, like. Dr. Phil, I'm getting him connected to Dr. Sylvia Terra, Jack Wolfson, because like Dr. Phil has his own podcast. So okay, uh, so Phil Carson from Carson Naturalist, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, so I'm a networking guy. So like I said, if nothing else, besides getting people like you on the show, I want to get people connected. Because like, great, great, you yes. came on my show. Let me try and get you onto somebody else's show, and I'm just. So every week I wipe this off and I create a new list. I'm constantly awesome, getting people man. connected. If they've been on the show, like I says, if you need to get connected with people, like again, I'll do what I can. <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, um, I uh, when we're done, that you email me back. I say, hey, get me connected to Vinny. I want to see if I can get you on Vinny's show. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I will be listening to his podcast tomorrow. Yeah, or until even this evening. He likes to bring on influencers of the health and wellness space, the fitness space. 
uh, you would just need to find a way to give me a proper way to tag you. Cause obviously he's not, yeah, he likes to bring on doctors, but like he, he literally studied at Tulane university, um, exercise science. And like, he was like at the level to be like a high school teacher and everything else. Like, so he didn't just become like a personal trainer to the stars. Like that's his thing. Like he literally trains like very successful people in, in California. That's his whole history. But the guy literally had to study at Tulane like medical level courses to get his degree. Okay. That's what that's wow. the way their curriculum was designed. So he's very passionate about like his book that he wrote is called Fitness Confidential. Basically, okay. I've heard of that. Yeah, tears apart the whole gym and fitness space because <laughs> you know everybody, like, everybody's a fly. By, not everybody, sorry. There's a lot of fly by night trainers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's part of the issue. So. Uh, so he's very passionate about bringing that to light and guiding people. But then he's also a cancer survivor and he okay. created the trademarked. Now he owns the trademark, no sugar, no grains, AKA known as NSNG. Oh, oh I have heard of this dude. Yeah. So okay. he is the founder of NSNG and uh, right. which, is part, which is part of my lifestyle. So, uh, the only sugar that I allow, and this is the first red wine in a week that I've had, but this is the only sugar that I'm allowing into my life right now. The only sugar I allow in mine is a little bit from some of those GT Synergy kombucha. That's it. I bring in, I, I'll, if I'm dropping into a Whole Foods or something like that once in a while, I'll have a little kombucha just to mix it up. But I also, uh, okay, and to our listeners, guys, you don't drink the whole freaking bottle. That's one of those things you do read the <laughs> servings on the back, okay? You can overload on sugar. So uh, I, I will do, you know, I, I think the sugar things on some level can be blown out of proportion. Uh, uh, I, well, here's the thing. I, I've, I've been really extreme with diet. I've done the vegan. I've done the raw. I've done the pain. You, you, so. you and Vinny could have a good geek out session then. So, oh uh, yeah. I mean, it's because people, people um, forget that you actually get a strong dose of your required, your, your brain only requires like two milligrams of sugar a day or something ridiculous like that. But your vegetables, people don't realize your vegetables already have a sugar content. So oh, if you do, yeah. if you have a rich veggie lifestyle, you're getting the sugars you need. Like fruit is yes. just above and beyond the extra. And then you get these people who don't know how to make a proper shake and they're dumping high true. sugar level fruits like pineapple, strawberries and bananas because they taste amazing. And I'm like, "Guys, you just sugar bombed what you were trying to make healthy." And I, I suppose <laughs> and there's two key hormones, leptin and ghrelin, right? Leptin and ghrelin. One yeah. tells you you're satiated, one tells you you're hungry. And now you just confuse the fuck out of them because you just sugar bombed yourself. And you wonder why you're on the sugar train. Up, down, up, well, down, up, down. I've been off that train for years. And same for grain. I haven't touched grain in See? three years. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I feel so... Now, here's the thing. I, I want to... If there's one more person I could say I really think we would be well worth having in your show that's a very unique individual that's probably be very counter to what a lot of your listeners would think to listen to would be Dr. John Dooliard hmm. of Life Spa. So he's the one who wrote the book Eat Wheat. I don't know if you heard of him. Interesting. Uh, so and he and he has a lot of scientific data to back this up. Now I can tell you this: his product line has done more for me than most. Him and Dr. Ben's product lines have helped me more than probably any other companies hmm. as a whole. Um, and his thinking is it's in the you know traditional Ayurvedic um, thinking, and he's been doing this for 30 years. But here's, in a nutshell, this is a very interesting thing to think about. Say you're not celiac and you have an issue with grain or gluten specifically, right? 
what that could be a sign of is actually uh, an issue of your GALT system, your, you know, your gut-associated lymphoid tissue being congested, and an issue of your gallbladder slash liver uh, bile ducts. So if you get, basically, if you continue to ignore that by simply just avoiding the grain, that issue continues to grow and leads to other kind of pathologies. Oh, I don't deny that. I actually tell people all the time that the gluten thing is, for the most part, unless you have a disease, bullshit. I'm like, and again, I don't eat grain, but I tell people, like, guys, like, again, since I grew up in farming, because you spray death, the Ides, you know, pesticides, Ides, Ides, Ides in Latin means death. So you put Ides on the end of anything, Latin definition, death. You're spraying death on everything. So pesticides, one of the worst. There you go. Boom. Just blew your mind today. Yeah, that's all I like that. <laughs> uh, Latin, one of the oldest languages, right? So, oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, long story short, you, you spray that on the, on, the, on the plants. It doesn't go away. It doesn't wash off. The plants are growing, absorbing it. So that's now in there, and that bastardized its nat- the natural wheat protein. So, I again, I'm not a biochemist, but I'd like to argue, because I've, I've been reading about this, that they're saying, you know what, is it really the, the natural gluten protein or is it the g- genetically modified version of itself also that's been bastardized by the pesticides at the same time? So you got a GMO version of the plant. Again, here's the thing. You want to see me eat wheat? I'm going to Italy. I was just going to say, yeah. I, exactly. I will go to Italy. And if I was going to try freaking wheat or bread, I'm going to go eat it over there. Because yes. they don't do what we do here. And right. I just had on, I haven't aired their show yet. I'm going to air it on Monday. The founders of Villa Capelli Olive Oil. Uh, from oh, Poya, nice. Italy, which yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I promote them. Vinny promotes them as well. And I have a shitload of their olive yeah, oil in I've, here. I've heard really good stuff about but them. But they yeah. talk about that. They said, oh, yeah. Like they said in their country, they found the original strain of wheat and they're finally going to bring it back in. And they said that a lot of people, even over there, they said they weren't using that strain because it grows so tall and the crop can be damaged by natural weather behavior. And like that's why they genetically modified it. The original reason why they started changing wheat was to shorten the stalk and to fatten the seed head, seed head to get a higher yeah. yield of the crop. A little history lesson. So, if yeah. you shorten the stalk, you you don't have as much getting blown over or damaged. It's a stronger stalk. You fatten the feed uh, the seed head, which means you need a shorter stronger stalk as well, aka the straw. Once they take the wheat off or barley off or whatever, that was the whole reason they wanted to increase the yields of farming and also make the crop last better. Well, what happens genetically after that? I don't know, but clearly we've had problems since. <laughs> oh yeah. We've had, it's yeah. been a, a so, but, but the whole thing is like, is it a gluten issue or is it those ides that are in the plant on the plant that you're also consuming that your body is now freaking out about? I don't yes. know. Yes. And one other notation there too. And I think, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Morley. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, the whole yeah. Morley Robbins? Protocol. Yeah, Morley Robbins. I'm in his so, Facebook community for... Uh, oh, so am I. Yeah. Well, I'm in that. Yeah, I know. So there we go. Another circle anyway, of influence. So, yeah, right. Um, he's an interesting fellow, and I think he's on to some things there for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think the I one... I want to get him on too. Yeah, the one thing that really stood out at, was just kind of a... It definitely expanded my mind quite a bit in terms of that extra variable for why maybe our grain in our country is really fucked is the added uh, iron. I mean, the added, you know, basically synthetic nutrients added mm-hmm. to it and how that just messes up our entire system. Oh, the God, yeah. iron, I, I iron just... overload. It feeds, 
pathogenic organisms. Maybe this is why so many gut issues are coming because of this dysbiosis because you're feeding pathogens. I forget whose I forget whose show I was just listening to, but they were literally just saying that this was a DNA specialist or whatever. I for, it might have been on Vinny's show now. I think about it, but anyway, they said, "Listen, like the 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 human body only needs two milligrams of iron per day." Yep. Think about that. You got people taking iron supplements that oh, are know. just way yes. above and beyond that because, oh, I'm a female. I have to take iron supplements. And they said, listen, you are overtaxing the body. So one of the fastest ways to try and over or adapt to this excessive metal intake like iron is, for example, donate blood. Yep. They said it's one of the easiest natural ways you could. And I donate blood every eight weeks. We're regulars. Yep. So, and it's like, yeah, the- let, let your body like purge it. Boom, now your body moves back into a fresh re- a new red blood cell cycle. It's just, I call it changing the oil, man. I don't know. <laughs> well, an- another thing you can do too is get a hold of like some IP6. Um, and it's basically phytic acid bound yeah. into a, you know, uh, ironically, the very thing that a lot of the paleo guys talk about being bad that's, you know, the anti nutrient in the food, um, which, you know, I would say is probably not the most comprehensive understanding of uh, the reason to avoid grain in the first place. Sure. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's uh, again, <laughs> it's funny to our listeners, guys. Like you and I could go get <laughs> about this shit all night long. Well, you're, uh, I feel bad for your listeners. I want to apologize to them because I think this. I'm sure I'm all over the place. I'm tend to but, be in a way with the way I talk, but but this is it. Like I mean, yeah. Could we? Here's the thing. One one thing that I've started learning since I've launched this show is when I get somebody on who's knowledgeable or knows a lot of people who have the knowledge. This happens. We just start flowing. We're vibing. We're geeking out, and we have fun with it. And then, great. Then I say, okay, if I know this person now that I've gotten to know you better, I'm like, great. Then we'll just schedule a follow up episode, and then we'll just start geeking specifically. specifically then, then yeah. we hold ourselves accountable. <laughs> like, all right, dude, <laughs> let's watch it. Let's watch it. Okay, let's keep ourselves in check and let's stay focused. Um, because. This is just the way it is. This is like if you go out and sit down together in a coffee shop and just geek out together, you're going to have, this is the way life is. Like, it's okay. Like, that's why I don't follow scripts. There's some good nuggets here. We've dropped a lot of knowledge tonight. Oh, yeah. There's some really good stuff that your listeners. Like, if anything, this is going to piss me off because now I've got a hyperlink. (laughs) All because I I claim that I have the John Lee Dumas level show notes. I'm like, I got a whole lot of crap that we got a hyperlink now in the show notes. Could you do me a favor and pull up Life Spa? Yeah, um, Life Spa. That, yeah, just just so the listener can see or the the viewer at YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Dr. John Dooliard, uh, this man, Dr. Ben Lynch, because you're great you're website name, by the way. I'm impressed that he locked this down. Oh yeah, uh, I've seen this dude. Yeah, this dude is welcome. I'm Dr. John Dooliard, founder of Life Spa, and author of numerous books. On- there we go. His video started playing. He definitely has information that I think that the world needs or that this nation needs probably more than just about, I mean, more than just about anyone else that in terms of what people would accept. Because mm-hmm. Jack oh, Cruz is definitely, dude, you know. Ayurvedic uh, de- detox. Yeah. So anyway, I was hinting earlier about the programs I follow. You probably yes. heard of a very, it's a worldwide company called Isogenics. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, company yeah. I use. Our detox okay. is based on the Ayurvedic way of life. Like if I've, oh, I finally, okay. I finally, after all these years, I've been using their detoxes since I was a wildland firefighter in Arizona. And after the first year of firefighting, I was just blasted, exhausted, adrenal fatigue, blah, blah, blah. 
went through one of their 30 day programs and it was like hitting a freaking reboot switch. It was amazing. Huh, all right. Was, that's what entered my world. Uh, my, I entered in that world of, Oh wow. Started really geeking out. But anyway, years later, like a year and a half ago, I was at one of their educational events, hanging out and, uh, they have a board of doctors guiding the company and researchers and everything else. So I'm finally, I pulled one of them aside during one of the breaks. They were walking through the area. I'm like, dude, hold on a second. I was like, what is our cleanse based on? Like, where did you guys track this crap down? You guys never give us like all the way at the roots. He's like, oh, actually so-and-so and so-and-so and and myself, we went over to India and we were, you know, we heard about all their ways many, many years ago. And I was like, okay, what is that called? And he's like, well, one of their lifestyles from India is very common in yoga is the Ayurveda way of life. I'm like, well, yeah, I practice yoga. He's like, well, there's your full circle connection. I was like, boom. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, cool. (laughs) So again, to our listeners, guys, if you get into yoga eventually in your life, I highly recommend it. Great balance, mobility, flexibility, oh, but also yeah. uh, mental calming, getting spiritually connected, et cetera, et cetera. But the Ayurvedic uh, way of life is quite beneficial. So- oh, it's, yeah, I've benefited immensely from it. And the more I continue to learn, um, especially for complex gut issues, I find that they tend to be uh, specially equipped Mm-hmm. to address those situations yeah. um yeah and his products are wonderful his manjista product is just this is fantastic. The, this is the only thing that i wish i know it's i know it's marketing but like anybody who goes on oz now i i, I just don't care because <laughs> oz, oh, oz is an dr yeah, oz yeah. is an idiot he he well he doesn't stand for anything he just slaps his name now on everything in the beginning yeah. he had more respect yeah, I don't, and I don't know. He's given, about Oz. he's given into the TV networks, whether he liked I, it or not. I don't think he has as much control over his own. No, show. that's the problem. I yeah. think, I think he's unfortunately allowed them. Maybe it was contractually. Yes. Maybe he could have needed a Probably. better lawyer to help him write the contract. But it's ruined but, some and, of his but, purity. You know, here's some uh, optimism is something I, I hold deep, deeply in my heart. Sure, and, sure. You know, one of the things that I, if the fact that he even had. Dr. John Dooliard on his show. Oh, that's that huge. More, I yeah. mean, that's huge, man. Yeah. Like, and I haven't seen that episode. I don't watch Dr. Oz, but, and I would agree. Yeah. He's not maybe the greatest. Here's um, a, here's the thing. Use it as a tool. So, so yes. I will agree with you. All right. I'll, I will take some, some coaching on that and say, you know what? Listen, is Oz perfect? No. Are we, is there such a thing as perfection? No. no right. We're always, either. we're just always improving and growing. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Tell you what, Oz has got a huge platform. Yes. People like him. So if he is at least bringing on the good people with the idiots, fine. (laughs) Filter as a good consumer. You can't knock it till you try it. Filter through the bad ones until you find the good ones. So great. If he's at least getting on knowledgeable people from time to time, I can't knock it. Because he's at least helping like this gentleman get more exposure. Exactly. And more awareness on what they're trying to do in the world. So honestly, like admittedly, I mean, if the opportunity came up and I could potentially get on Dr. Oz, I don't know. Oh, I, w- I would hope you would take it. Because, I mean, then you can you could address some very specific things that no one else. Well, the best I mean? part was I would totally call him out on his own show because I don't care. Like, I'm not here to kiss your ass. Like, I would, well, I'd, yeah. I'd have a list of like, listen, I loved all of these people. What's the deal with this? Like, yeah, <laughs> because I think because <laughs> we need to hold each other accountable. I, I couldn't agree more. I, yeah. I, I very much agree. I'm, I tend to be more, uh, I guess people would say confrontational anyway. So yeah. 
but back to your things. point, the glass is half full being a, 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 not a pessimist, but an optimist, like from an optimistic standpoint, I, it's like, dude, yeah. let's find that silver lining together. You know? Yes. I, optimism is something I have forged. I mean, I have, due to the severe health issues I've had in my life, I've had to forge that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is what allows you to take that next step to experiment for that next thing. Even if the odds seem in fucking possible. Uh, I think you've I had some good odds. Mind. You've had some good odds to get to, that could potentially take you into that mindset. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I've almost died about 14 different times. So, I mean, I've had some pretty, pretty bizarre. I mean, you know, I don't know. Call me back when you hit 20. I don't know. I mean, seriously, 14. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. But I only almost, I only almost died like, five but not like collapsed lungs and crap this is my stupidity with my adrenaline junkie crap. i was gonna so, say how many I mean, how many of those were self-created so yeah, those is most a of them story. all of them but hey i think that's great <laughs> <laughs> pushing yourself living on the edge man that's just yeah cool. yeah I, yeah you know, something i like about your podcast too is it kind of reminds me of uh joe rogan style which is I've, a- I've started hearing this once in a while i'm if if that's could become common i'm i think i'm okay with it because he's got a ridiculously oh, viral following He's awesome. So I mean that as a, a sincere compliment. Thank you. I think uh, I'm honored. Uh, I don't actually. He, he's, I don't a, he's a little off the reservation once in a while. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. Which I think is I think is great. Oh, it's he's quality not, entertainment. No, it's long. It's long form. My fiance loves him. She loves Joe Rogan. So I was oh, like, wait, I was like, babe, what if I could build a show as good as Joe Rogan? And she's just like, good luck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, it, I can't win. Do I it. can't win. So it's like, uh, you know what? I take the good with the bad. You just got to roll with it. So I, I take it as it just that's makes true. me work a little bit harder because I love to there prove, I just, I love to prove people wrong. It's, now that's you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's a good trait. I think actually, man. Cause that's this is what we talked about earlier, man. We have to build that mental fortitude. Yes. So here's to our it's, listeners, guys, like everything that he and I have been talking about right now, like, dude, Brandon's been dropping some bombs. But he's already hinted at his life and his his brushes with death. Like the biggest thing that gets you through these roadblocks is the mental fortitude. Yes. The physical absolutely. will fail. It will oh, it yeah. will rebuild. It can be healed. The mind is what carries you through it. Yeah. I mean, man, I've had mercury poisoning. It took me to clinical insanity. Uh, and I can tell you, if coming back from that was way harder than all this physical shit that I've gone through. Um and I mean, mercury intoxication is a particularly unique one. Um, that's definitely rare. I don't even know the numbers on that, but I don't. I know that's like if you have that. Last time I've heard about mercury poisoning, it usually doesn't end well. So no, it it it, uh, it was a very challenging thing. That's and I, course, high intoxication of the body. Yes, and I mean, I mean, the hair was falling out, and I mean, I it was. You're, I like, literally a, you're like a you're like borderline cancer patient type stuff. Uh, not quite to that degree. It was, it fell out in different, like a different way, but it fell out really quickly. But, uh, interestingly enough, your listeners might find this interesting because I don't know anyone else sharing this, uh, chaparral bass. So the herb chaparral, you get that, you brew it up. I know, I know chaparral well, I had to cut it with chainsaws fighting wildfires. Oh, no shit. That stuff sucks to have to cut. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. It's okay to cut through. It sucks to hike through. So, Chaparral. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah. It's C H A P, right? C H A P, I think P A R A L. Oh, C H A P A R R A L. Yeah. Uh, so you get this stuff, and uh, on my website, I believe I have, I think I'm the only person who's sharing this. Now, granted, I learned this from a teacher. Oh, uh, Picture this shit right here. Hold on. 
uh, for our <laughs> listeners, guys, for people that are regular listeners know that in 2010, 2011, I don't know if you know this, but I served with the U.S. Forest Service on an elite hotshot crew fighting wildland fires out west. I did none of that. That's how I left the corporate world before I became an entrepreneur. Uh, I was my transition. This shit. <laughs> okay. You got H- some passion there, man. Hiking with a 40-pound pack and a 25-pound chainsaw on your shoulder. This is what you cut fire breaks through in Arizona. Yeah, well, this shit saved my life. Well, I mean, awesome. But <laughs> when you're working 16 hours a day on the fire line and you have to cut a fire break through this crap, and this, especially if it's in an area because the government told you that, oh, uh, you're not supposed to be doing any preventative firework anymore, so they let this shit just get overgrown for 20, 30 years. There's stuff like 10 you, yeah. feet over your head. So it's like, this is dangerous crap, but this stuff is all gnarly and twisted and... Oh, I'll yeah. just say, like, you're bent over with a chainsaw mowing like a freaking lawnmower with a chainsaw just to cut through this stuff. Uh, anyway, sorry, I just, I'm getting flashbacks. Just, no, uh, no, flashbacks. Chaparral, yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this stuff's really interesting. So the bath component, um, if, you, uh, if you basically, instruction-wise, real simple, basically take a pillowcase bag, uh, pillowcase that you're never going to use again. Um, oh, you get the flowers. Half a pound or a pound of it. It's the leaf that I'm referring to. Okay. Um, but the chaparral leaf, so loose leaf chaparral, get about a half a pound, put it in a big pot that you're only going to ever use it for this purpose again, hmm. and you simmer it for about an hour and a half. And then you get the bath as hot as you can. Uh, you then take that um, pillowcase, and then you basically, once you're done brewing it, you pour it all in there so it doesn't get down in your drain, and you shave it this giant tea bag, basically. And then it, your water should be pretty much black looking. And then you get in, and this is a warning for patients or clients or individuals doing this. If you have breast cancer, probably shouldn't do this because there are phytoestrogens in it. Um, and if you have some some very odd cardiac issues, I probably wouldn't recommend it either because your cardiac function will enter tachycardia mildly about the 10-minute mark. Uh, wow. It's pretty much like clockwork. happens to everyone. Um, and you'll probably get a body buzz similar to those who smoke marijuana. It's very similar to that body buzz. Um, Interesting. It's a, it's a very potent detoxifier. It's actually, if I remember correctly, the kind of the folklore behind it, uh, it became famous because the Native American tribe that leave, lived near like a uranium mine uh, were, were not having any symptoms of radiation poisoning, and they were bathing themselves and consuming this, this product. And so they found that this is uh, pretty potent for uh, kind of flushing radiated uh, radioactive material out of the body. Yeah, they're even listing on this website. They're listing in the fifteen thing, fifteen benefits of chaparral herb. They're, they're trying to say it does help prevent. Well, cancer. so that's that's yes. So this is probably in this the extent of consuming it orally. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they're specifically referring to cancer in the abdomen, liver, and kidneys, but they're referring to free radical damage. Obviously, we're all trying to fight fight free radicals. But you're talking about right yeah. here. I think this is what like blood purification, right? You're, 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 trying, yeah. you're trying to purify your blood and push the metals out. Yes. And so sweating, right they, they found there's some really good studies on this um, in terms of uh, better ways to detoxify. I have done a lot of things detoxification wise. I do not recommend a lot of oral methods. No. I recommend much more if you can sweat it out, man, and then bind it then you're doing better. So it's interesting. So like uh, the nutritional cleansing that I follow is you are technically, it's actually technically a cellular level cleansing Um, because you have to, your body's, people don't understand this. Your body in perfect health 
does detoxification on a regular basis. That's what your liver does, your oh, gallbladder, yeah. your, your, your urinary system, system everything. But yeah. unfortunately, due to our, US, especially here in the U.S., our average way of life, the the less than pure air and water and the lack of nutrient density of our foods, our bodies are not performing at peak levels of performance. So our body's natural detoxification process is inhibited. So if you can find a way through my practices or your practices or whatever to fuel the body, right, the right way, build the nutritional content back up in the body, and then potentially boost the detoxification process with these different herbs or the herbs I use, etc. And now your body can do its natural cycle and it can detoxify because I will tell you, I agree with the sweating piece because like once I'm in a cleansing cycle, then I'm also going through a sweat cycle, sauna, yoga. I don't do any, if I'm on a fasting full-blown detox day, I don't, me personally following my programming, I don't exceed 48 hours, but man, my sweat, stinks (laughs) stinks <laughs> which is like i know that's well, a good thing i'm like oh i am pushing some nasty crap out which is awesome and but in the end i'm just pissing a lot because you're hydrating and you know you're cycling the, the evil out and no matter i don't care what time of year it is when i get done with that cycle i go into the gym i'm hitting new personal records my energy is through the oh, roof yeah um, I'm sleeping better stress levels are down there's just so many benefits of detoxifying the body Absolutely. And I think that the, uh, the study that I was uh, going to refer to ultimately compared, I think, oral EDTA chelation for like mercury challenges mm. compared to uh, sweating. And they were able to get more, excrete more mercury through the skin, through the sweat. The, the key component they found, though, was you had to wipe that sweat off almost immediately. Otherwise, it would get reabsorbed. I have heard of that. They said it's like you, they actually recommend regular toweling. Yeah, really regular telling. Or you're in a bathtub using something like this that's going to bind. And and here's the thing: transdermal delivery. But if, of you're in a, herb, if you're in a bathtub, you're using an Epsom salt to bind with it, or what? No, like so using uh, you'd use like uh, uh, ascorbic acid with like baking soda, oh, okay. or um, maybe even some zeolite or diatomaceous earth or something of that equivalent. That's uh, essentially a chelator agent that will bind. But I. I don't know for a fact that the chaparral itself is enough to bind, but I can tell you this, it got rid of most of the mercury uh, out of my system, and I did not think it would work for what it's worth. At the time, I was like, eh, I don't really see this really doing the trick. And I I, I know on one of these pages I have that, uh, that chaparral information because I think it's in the immune recommendations on that nutritional uh, consult page there. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so – the but the transdermal delivery system like for cbd like there's this company called mary's nutritionals that has a really good cbd patch uh that really got me looking at the research for transdermal delivery of uh essential oils i mean they can take rosemary and rosmeric acid that's in rosemary one of the active constituents i that's it right there yeah um so by putting the rosemary like on the thin area of the wrist you know, 30 minutes later, they can do blood labs and see the rosmeric acids actually in the bloodstream. You know, the half-life's not very long. It's probably 30, 45 minutes. But I mean, our skin is one of the best ways to get nutrients in to help regulate the detoxification method or uh, process throughout the body, I think, than about any other way. It's one of the safest ways. That's awesome. And I I think this works because of our lymphatic system largely. 
um, and how it delivers things to and from the liver and then how that processes and then how that affects the rest of the detoxification pathways. Well, and again, for our listeners, guys, you guys have to go back and you guys literally, if you're listeners, you got to go to the YouTube because we've been sharing so much stuff. Like I, I just got done showing his chaparral bath. Um, he literally has everything linked. He has a nice suite. I love the fact you have nice PDF content linked here. So like he's got like your how-to guide to build like a chaparral bath, like PDF document linked here. It's like, again, guys, like go to bodyepiphanies.com, okay? Um, granted, we're specifically into his, he's got a, a powerful toolbar, but we're into the nutritional consultation. Then you scroll down to immune, immune recommendations. And the second option there was a chaparral bath. And then right in that section was, I, I just got done loading the PDF document for the chaparral bath, giving you all the different steps and stuff. So dude, you have a really well-built site. I mean, I don't know how long it took Thank you to much. build this. Oh, <laughs> I'm working on it on a daily process. I, I have a feeling that you're, you're, you're trying to chase Dr. Jack Cruz because, like, he's, he's oh, definitely, he, his, yeah. his, his well, database his database is massive. So the difference. Oh, Paul Statements. That's another guy that uh, you, I would love to see on your show. Um, a gentleman who does my community host defense. Yeah. Uh, guy, he's got some great stuff. Well, the, cra- um, the crazy thing is, literally yesterday and now tonight. I think I've broken records on how long my podcasts have gone because last night I think we went almost an hour and a half on my last oh, show. Shit. And then tonight we're now approaching at least on the Two podcast hours. part of hour 55. I was like, Holy nice. crap. This is, it's more, it's more Joe Rogan style, man. It's it that, is. It uh, is more Joe Rogan. And I don't yeah. care. Like, I don't, I'm like, dude, that's the beauty of podcasts. You just hit pause. And you, this is true. And you come back and finish listening later. It's like, or <clears throat> maybe you'll get a bunch of feedback and they'll say, Hey, get that, you know, hippie off your damn show. Who's just talking uh, about, you know, what? He, you know, yeah. here's what other people hack. Uh, one of Dr. Jack Cruz's big followers is, uh, Kevin Cottrell, Casey. Yeah, Kevin Cottrell. Uh-huh. And, uh, I've had him on the show as well. So, um, him and Dr. Jack Cruz are the two most downloaded episodes ever in the history of this show. So, that's um, awesome. but he, I mean, uh, he, he, what he does is he just takes the content and splits it in half and launches it as like multiple episodes. Like, he'll be like, Oh, here's, here's like the first half. And then he'll just like edit it and rehab it later. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I, I, I've never done that to this day. I was like, you know what? It's a podcast. You just play pause play. Like, I don't want to yep. try and like, no offense, Kevin. I'm not going to try and like cheat. And like, oh, I've got this, I've got, I've got all these episodes out there now. I'm like, it's a podcast. You just pause and come back later. And what's beautiful about your uh, website is once you have nice show notes, like you do someone, if someone's really curious, they're like, well, I don't know if I want to listen to this whole thing. Exactly. So that's where see a lot of podcasts don't have robust show notes. No, you and Ben Greenfield have some of the most robust for sure. So it's like, okay, well, if you have four, if you break into part one, part two, part three, part four. Are you are you making sure that all the same show notes are making it across all four ah, blog packs? Yeah. I don't I don't know what they're doing. Um, That's a good point. That's a really good. I point. don't know. Well, and his is his show is called Healthcast. He here's a cool thing. He's been a co-host on um, the Fitfluential Radio podcast, okay. and he's now relaunched a new show called. I think it's called Healthcast Now, and I'm subscribed because I'm monitoring because I'm like, ooh, ooh, who's he got on the show? Because he's been doing it longer. <laughs> um, but it's on oh, Libsyn. Like it's on Libsyn and stuff. But like, admittedly, this is the first time I'm going to his website. I'm like, I didn't even know if he had a website, but this is his new show. The funny thing is, half the episodes are content from Fit Influential. He's republishing the content. Oh, 
which is fine. You can repurpose content. I just found yeah, it very, yeah. I just found it very intriguing that that's what he was doing. So I just don't know if these are the actual episodes. Oh no, these are just photos. So there's no. Oh, hold on. Please tell me you have show notes. Come on, Kevin. I want. I want. Show notes make a huge difference, in my opinion, man. I mean, I. Yeah. I know it takes a lot of time on your end, uh, but it really helps with um, sharing information, sharing yeah. content. I don't see episodes with show notes, so. All right. Well, I hope I hope he does it, but I agree with you because I know if nothing else, it's Google. Google so Google wants words and keywords. You should be launching absolutely. freaking show notes. So yeah. either, either do it for yourself for Google, or do it for your listeners. Do it for your listeners. Ultimately, yeah. I mean that's that's exactly it's the big picture yeah. here. So. Yeah, and then because it'll reach more people, and I have no problem tooting my own horn on this. I can't help it. I'm like, I'm a marketing, I'm a marketing guy. If I don't have freaking show notes, I would kick my own ass, dude. If you won't toot your own horn, I mean, who else will? Like, you need to be able to, uh, to you know, talk about what you do well and do it well. Well, plus it frustrates Um, me because he doesn't actually he he makes everybody talk about themselves. Uh, I'm like, dude, you've been doing this longer than me. There's a thing I've studied from a lot of good podcasters out there like Joe Rogan. It's like, you don't say, hey, welcome to the show. All right, now why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, well, yeah, obviously we definitely yeah. got deeper into who you are today. Yeah, and yeah. A little bit, but it's like, and clearly you've helped our listeners know that you know a lot about a lot of shit. But it's like, I'm going to at least honor my co-host or guest, whatever you want to call them. And like, try and give you a little intro here. Cause like, Hey man, you're coming on my show. Like at least have some background on the guy and talk him up a little bit. Don't just say, welcome to the show, Johnny. Why don't you tell our listeners who you are? Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's a talk show. <laughs> I want to say that I appreciate the way you, you do that too. Cause it makes it very natural. Well, um, yeah. Cause I want you to feel welcomed yeah. and then you don't feel like, Oh my God. Okay. So I, Oh, I got to get ready and do my own little intro. And I hope I promote myself. <laughs> like, no, like I want people just to come on and just chill out and relax. And like today we, we've rocked a freaking two hour long episode, man. Like we're just hanging out. Awesome. So, so I, I do have one question for you. Uh, that's just kind of a unique one. What is your latest, what's the last mistake you've made that you've learned something from? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not really a big, like, groundbreaking one, but literally, cause I make mistakes all the time. Cause I'm human, uh, today <laughs> we're, we're running the 10 miler. And I, I, I hinted at that. My fiance's like, Oh, you didn't train for it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm going to run into my Vibram five fingers. Cause I run minimalist. So I have like no stupid padded running shoes and crap. Anyway, this is a, it's a first annual event run by this event called Scoogie events. Anyway, I don't like it. I didn't like it because it has turnarounds so like you got gotcha. okay. So it's like it's not a nice clean loop. You have to go. It was on Del Val University's uh, campus, north of Philadelphia. So we were running through their farming. They have a whole farming program, organic program. Or it was like the start and finish was at their organic market. It was awesome. Anyway, the second to the last loop turnaround, I wasn't paying attention, ran right past it, never turned around. I'm all the way back, like almost <laughs> to the finish line. Like where the start line was, I'm running past where the start line was. And like, keep going. The finish is right around the corner. I'm like, okay, but where's the turnaround? Like, what do you mean the turnaround? I'm like, I'm on the 10 mile. I haven't looped around yet. My friends already turned around. Where'd they turn around? She's like, oh, that was back there. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? 
And then all of a sudden, Scoogie, the founder of the event, comes whipping up on a golf cart. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm going back to our 10-mile turnaround people right now. I'm going to make sure they don't do that to anybody else. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, granted, these were like high school-age kids running the checkpoint. When I ran past, I was on the opposite side, so I wasn't by the bright yellow poster board that's at your feet. And these two little you know, Indian kids are just talking to each other. I don't care if you're Indian, Irish, doesn't matter. But like, dude, stop talking to each other and do your job. So they have, anyway, <laughs> long story short, the, I ended up adding another 0.4 miles onto my run. So now running in minimalist shoes and not having training on asphalt, lesson learned is one, look up in life and know where you're going, <laughs> right? Don't put your blinders on. Cause like, here's the problem. It was on a, it was, you came around the corner and there was a hill grade and cause I'm a cyclist and the way, I, the way I ride is the way I run. I see a hill. I don't like hills. So I just sprint them. I just like put my head down and go. I attack. I attack hills. So that's what I did. But it just so happened to be on a hill transition, going around a corner at a checkpoint and blew right through the checkpoint. So because well, right before the checkpoint was a water station. So it was like I ran uh, through the water station. Yeah. It's like I didn't I, <laughs> I, to save time. I don't stop for water. I hydrate. I, you, yeah, I yeah. hydrate very well before the race. So long, long explanation short one. Don't go through life <laughs> with your head down. Keep your head up. Keep your situation. <laughs> like, this is something this, this term I learned from firefighting. It's called situational awareness, right? Yes. You're, you are personally and collectively accountable for your own situational awareness. You cannot yes. blame anybody else for this. Okay, so I'm going big picture now with my response. I could blame those kids. Yes, was I frustrated? Sure. But that is, it's my race, dude. Like, it's my run. You chose to sprint up the hill and took your head down and weren't really paying attention. And and I look back right now and I look at it, I'm like, you know what? I saw the flag. There was a 10-foot flag right in the middle of the freaking path. And I'm like, why is there gallons of water holding down that thing? And I'm just like, oh, whatever. I just blew right by. So I had the blinders on. So that is my issue. I made that mistake. But how many times in life are we just going through things and just... Unconsciously. Unconscious. You're ready to blame somebody else for it. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And again, the other thing was like adding an extra 0.4 miles onto... (laughs) <laughs> very, very, very thin shoes on feet that haven't used to running on asphalt. Let me tell you, man, my IT bands were jacked. Oh, I, I mean, bet. I was like, oh, I'm so, I'm so ready to go bust into some yoga poses. Like literally, the, the last four miles of that race, I'm like, I just want to pigeon pose right now. I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like chanting, hey, bring me. I just want to pigeon pose. <laughs> well, you so. know, uh, quoting quoting the wisdom of uh, Sterling Archer: "So long as you learn something." And, that's, and, and and going way back to the beginning of this episode tonight, that's a great way to help us bring us finally to an end Full here. Full circle. Um, is, that's what this is all about, man. This is self-awareness. It's situational awareness. It's owning our own shit and being accountable yes. to learn something new. Stop blaming everybody else. Stop blaming the healthcare system or when I had Dr. Carson on, the U.S. sick care system, Whatever. Like we sit here and run our mouths and complain all we want. In the end, yes, I we need to become our own inner physicians. Yep, absolutely, man. Thank you. Man. I mean, you know, it's by. It, I love the saying that you know it's all you've heard. It, everyone has buyer beware. Mm-hmm. Instead of buyer beware, it should buyer be aware. Mm. Very it's a nice. Very different way of looking at it. 
Um, buyer be aware. Hold on. Yes. I'm putting that on a board because, and I go back and I listen to the episode again and I, cause I do the show notes, but I always do a quote during the, in the show notes. I do a tweetable comment in the show notes, but in oh, the nice. end, I, I, oh yeah. Cause I get, I get bored. Um, <laughs> cause I, but, buyer be, be aware. Aware. Yeah. I'm a, so I'm a writer, actually. So I, I have a lot of little sayings. If you type in my name, you'll probably you better find be a freaking writer. All the, all the content on your website. It's uh, literally thousands of, of little little sayings here and there that I try to encapsulate. Well, so. because sometimes we have to chunk the data down. And oh, absolutely. That's why, that's why on my Instagram feed, like you'll see lifestyle posts, but then you'll see a quote every so often because I'm a mindset person. So I'm yes. always trying mindset. to give people motivational quotes, inspirational quotes. And then in the past month, I'm finally starting to cycle in my own. Like instead of like, I'm always quoting other people. I'm like, dude, I've been doing this long enough. I can, I have enough life experience from all the crazy shit that I've done. I'm like, I've got my own ideas. It's time to start cycling my own quotes out there and getting my own content out there. I'm not, I, I'm not a writer. Uh, believe me, I have people that want me to write a book about the lifestyle transition from before firefighting to firefighting to after firefighting to everything else I've done. And I'm like, can I also maybe just that? not yet? Maybe <laughs> not yet. So you save it for another time. That's all. Just put it on the back burner. It's kind of like with the whole Vinny Tortorich created his podcast because he was dying of cancer, then survived cancer, and then the uh, the 2008 market crash and everything else. And someone said, "Listen, you need to sell a book." And but he's like, "Nobody knows who you are." So now you should go run, launch a podcast so you have your own platform, and then you build the platform, you build the following. And then maybe you'll be able to sell a couple of books. And that's kind of what he did. So it's like, fine, I'm going to focus on quality content, educating people, and then maybe I'll get around to getting a book out there or whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. no. Yeah. You will, I have no doubt. We're having fun. So, well, listen, we're definitely going to get you back on the show. This has been such a long episode. I, I, I you, you hinted through messaging that you're like, oh, I don't know if uh, I would be a good co-host on your show. I'm like, trust me, I will find a way to make you a good co-host. You did freaking powerfully tonight. Uh, we had a lot of fun. But listen, I don't, you haven't listened to a ton of episodes, but I always give the co-host the final episode, the final words of the show. You kind of gave us a little nice little tag on already with the whole buyer be, be aware. Um, but... I know you can go much deeper than that. So with oh, yeah. you launched your brand, you know, bodyepiphanies.com. Uh, you're out there, you're making a difference in Boise, Idaho, Boise, Idaho. I mean, so what, it's funny because one of my squad bosses was a Native American gentleman and he was a huge Boise guy. Obsessed. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Boise go amazing. blue. A guy was freaking obsessed with Boise. Yeah. <laughs> Boise, Boise State, Boise State, Boise State. Guy was a freaking animal about Boise. So, just small world, funny full circle. It is a small world, man. But it how would you cool. like to bring our episode to a close? And what is what is the big picture behind everything that you're doing? So, because if, if, and I guarantee you actually more of really when, our listeners forget all the crap that we talked about today. Maybe they'll at least remember this about you and what you're trying to do and why they should be following you. You know, ultimately, it's never-ending self-improvement. Um, so constantly reevaluating day in and day out, you know, are you living in accordance with your values and your definition of success? Uh, I think in self-inquiry, which, you know, I have a whole thing I'm writing called immortal inquiry. So constantly inquiring within um, and then holding yourself accountable. So action, if, 
it, learning information is great. I'm addicted to information. It's not, I don't know if I necessarily say that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it can be a bit of both, but ultimately it's how you apply the knowledge that you learn. And that's why I'm constantly listening to, I mean, a lot of thought leaders, a lot of um, people in the health industry, entrepreneurial industry, like uh, as many industries as you can think of, I like to try to dip my mind into all these arenas uh, because I learn things for I mean, even from like science journals that I can apply. And when I apply and I see the difference, it can be life transformation. I mean, it can be very transformational. So uh, self-knowledge is king. I mean, I think you get to know yourself uh, day in and day out. And, you know, ask yourself the questions that, you know, what could you be doing that right now that would make a, a difference tomorrow for you and for your definition of success? So that's how, that's how I would probably end that out. So. Thank you, sir. Well said. Well, listen, hang tight. I'll give you a proper goodbye. To our listeners, I think we have broken all records this evening. So if you have, <laughs> if, and I hope you have, listened to all of this wonderful content with maybe some pausing along the way, thank you for listening in. Uh, again, please go check out bodyepiphanies.com. Uh, find them on Instagram if you want to find out more about healthy podcasts that are being shared around the world because this guy, that's pretty much all he's sharing on Instagram. But again, go check out bodypivies.com. There's a lot of content on his site. It's very robust. He's kind of already hinted that he loves writing. So usually people who love writing love sharing. So he's putting it all out there. Uh, he just shared some powerful words with you guys. Again, back to his prior comment, buyer be aware. To our listeners, thanks for listening in. Thanks for following Live the Fuel. Please evaluate us on iTunes. Keep subscribing. Keep following. Keep sharing. Thanks for listening in. But again, always I like to remind you, keep living the fired up epic life. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, more importantly, please subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher and get us yet the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future future as Live the Fuel grows. So again, subscribe, submit a review, stay in touch. Heck, on that point, go visit livethefueltank.com. Livethefueltank.com. That will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world. All right, last quick little piece here for you guys, some extra value. One, Go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7s resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle. And two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com. And number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there and you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please. And thank you. 
And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, my nutritional and health alignment with Isogenics since 2010. Uh, the Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world, you can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David, D-A-V-I-D, studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We have been just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin, and uh, Fikik, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour. Oh, more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at livethefuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Live the Fuel. Live the fired up epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.